0: Hi folks and welcome back to Reload podcast. My name is Connor McCann and joining me as always are Lee Maxwell and Nigel Lamont and we are super excited for this episode because if you're a regular listener this will be kind of like your normal scheduled program that you get except with added alcohol because it is the Reload podcast Christmas do whoop, whoop. 2.0 I might add.
1: We'll go out caroling later on
0: <laughs> We well, uh, in the hills of Guildford. I'll probably need to be rolled outside by the end of this. <laughs> So last year, Nigel, you and Lee got to be drink And it's unfortunately your turn to drive this time So no, it's alright, it's alright I am on the sauce, folks, and I am in full control of this Famous last words <laughs> Yes So, uh, yeah, our friend Bob in Germany He put out on the Facebook saying that he would uh, start a GoFundMe For any solicitor's fees that might incur from this So it might be needed <laughs> So that should be fun um, It's two years of doing this, so it's two good. Years. We'll it's talk about by. that. It has indeed. We'll get into that later on. So We've continued through lockdowns and... We have. Nothing can stop us. No? We're like, Last yes. words again. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll not tempt fate. So, uh, well, Nigel, what are you drinking? I'm drinking strawberry water and Pepsi Max. That's party. Pretty Lee.
2: Pink Prosecco.
0: Nice. I'm on uh, Maker's Mark and... Pepsi Max as normal. What nationalities maker's mark? It's another American one. It's like Jim Beam kind of thing. Oh, all right, okay. So it's uh, shout out to Brandon Real for getting me onto that a few years ago. It's unbelievable stuff. Good gear. Um, So we'll just kick in here or kick on with it. Lee, what's new for you?
2: Lots, actually, surprisingly, the week before Christmas.
0: Let me set my
2: glass down without spilling it. Please. Um, few things. So my Autodoc parcel arrived. It has indeed. Which is, is that a
0: Black Friday edition one, is it? Yes. Another few hundred quid. Now when you look at it though, the savings are great. Oh uh, yeah. What's the saying?
2: You're you, practically losing money if you didn't buy
0: it. Exactly. So you need to spend it folks. Correct.
2: Uh so that'll be they'll give us a little something to do over Christmas. Rather than finish tiling the bathroom and
0: all the other well, projects yes correct there, yeah. <laughs> uh
2: I tried to book an M O T for the Supoi because it's June, January.
0: Yeah. No, and book- I've been
2: meaning and meaning and meaning to do it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm never
0: going to get a date like this. Is- well, I booked my MOT for the Bora a month ago. And the earliest I could get was February.
2: Yeah. Jeebers. Um, So went on today. Didn't have high hopes. Turns out it's not actually due till June.
1: I think they've been putting extensions in yeah. MOTs randomly. Nice, got sweet, that- sneaky extension.
2: But that's sweet extension. Didn't even know yeah. about it. So happy days. That was good. We were out at a breakfast meet at Sprucefield last Sunday.
0: Yeah, so uh, I think I texted you, Nigel, about it, and you were working, maybe. it was, uh, As usual. Yeah. So we—it's so a friend of ours was organising it, and just sort of keeping it low-key, didn't want a whole lot of people turning up to it, and we headed down. It was actually, Lee took the Jetta down. Really good morning. It was. What was your favorite car there?
2: The Alpha. Yeah, Alpha oh, Julia. Oh, nice. Blue so one.
0: What are they, a twin turbo V6? Oh. Yeah, the blue was like a darker version of that Arden blue. You know the Vauxhall stars yes. came in? Yeah. Like a darker version of that. Yeah. Unbelievable, because most of those are red, that you see? Just stunning,
2: like. I really want one. What
0: was your favourite part about it? Everything. Oh, you're let, I you're don't let, know. You're letting me down here. The carbon bonnet. Carbon bonnet. Carbon Boot. And roof. That's standard issue. And roof. Yes. Yeah, so and the carbon bonnet, roof and boot, but when you open the bonnet, the underside is exposed carbon. Nice. So it's not painted. So yeah, it's, it's like really, dry really nice.
2: carbon. It's really nice. I think my favourite part was the caliber to wheel space.
0: I was gonna say clearance, but lack of clearance. Lack
2: thereof. <laughs> yeah.
0: Credit card material like Oh, it's full max power job, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Makes my wee heart sing.
2: Robin had one in a few weeks ago. Yeah. And uh Obviously because it's Robin He did a nice job on it And that night I was on <laughs> <laughs> On looking Google <laughs> <laughs> Looking for one
0: The Mark King was down on it And he knew the guy that owned this, Julia What did Mark bring? Oh, what was Mark down in? One From his vast selection of Fords, superb cars One of the Fords I can't remember what he was in actually He was in shorts, I know that Because the man's like myself He lives in shorts He a nice Bentley, an RS6 It wasn't he's... down I, know, I, think it he he was, I think it was one of the Fords but he said to the guy about the carbon boot and the guy was like, yeah, work away there. And we went over and when you lifted the boot like this thing weighed like a Coke tin and it felt so strange because the boot still has all the taillights and stuff in it. So it should be some sort of yeah. weight but it was just effortless. It just weightless. It was so weird. Just shows you much weight is in there. That's it, the yeah. Like. It's such a nice car like there was a few other nice things down there as well. Was, I have a real thing for foresters. I do like a Oh, good. there
2: was a cool forester, yeah. That's
0: Chris's one that has the 2002. The... <sighs> My ideal Forester would be the,
1: you know, the blue the Subaru with yeah. gold, like yeah, other speed liner. because there was a couple. of guy's had some in Maluska, up in the Dust estate State and sat all the time.
0: Yep, I know the ones you mean. And
1: I was just going, that is that's nice estate. I, I'm a big fan of estate cars, and that
0: yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're so nice. Uh, Mark was actually telling me as well. I think one of his RSs blew up, one of the, the newer shaped ones, like the 2.3. That's right, so I, he, I was watching, following on Instagram, i seen that. So I said, I mean, he put up a post about a two-liter conversion, and I thought he was joking. So apparently what the Ford guys are doing now is when the 2.3s blow up, they're fitting two-liters, but they're overboring them. So the the difference being the, two point, or sorry, the 2.3 is an open deck, which is basically a hollow block with cylinders pushed yeah. into it, or cylinder liners, where the... 2 litre is a closed deck so it's far stronger so it'll yeah. take a lot more boost so uh, I thought this was something he was trying but apparently it's quite a common thing in the Ford world. when you
1: say 2 litre is that the old Z-Tech engine the
0: the ST engine from that yeah. same era so it's obviously a better stronger engine Yeah, just not pushed as far faster, stronger, so harder that's it I do like a bit of like new pulling from the OEM parts bins, uh-huh. but like Lee's car the Jetta there just using <laughs> the, the parts from the brothers and sisters kind of thing yeah Keeping the family. Keeping the family. (laughs) That's a good country term. Yeah.
2: Well, speaking of the Jetta, um, we also went to the GTI and I Rolling Road Day last Saturday at AutoTune.
0: Per and Nigel talked about this for weeks on the podcast and then didn't get to go. Yeah. The storm screwed me.
1: So it was postponed for a fortnight.
2: But it helped me because I got to go instead. It did. (laughs)
1: Because you were in Glasgow the original date. And then... The storm happened, has to be postponed, and luckily it did. I don't know if I mentioned this in the last time because
0: it, they actually had issues up at order yeah, yeah, they
1: didn't get the place cleared up until an hour or two in the morning, so it actually worked for the best for most people except me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apologies if you can hear rattling, folks, that's ice. Um, yeah, Connor's <laughs> drinking. Yep, so how do you get on?
2: Good.
1: I was looking at your curve the other day curve. the curves the curves earlier so doesn't yeah. everyone they're very impressive the torque curve is just superb so it is and then you the torque's yeah. really what makes
0: that wee car just yeah. ride so well
1: so that is a 1.8 or 2 liter 2.1 2.1 this is bored out yeah on weber's yes 40s. 45 20 45 45s. 45s so don't want to read the figures. Go it for it, yeah. So we had three runs. Uh, so the first one was 139.9. 162.8. No, um, one
0: 16 what did they say? 139. Or 132.
1: 162. Not even drinking. <laughs> uh, 163.9, 162.8, and 160.4. Absolutely
0: brilliant. I think it averages out over the three runs. It's like 162 or something. That was
1: a temperature 17 degrees. I know there's people who can get picky about runs and temperatures and all the rest of it. Here,
0: realistically. What
1: was that 17? Was it was 17 degrees. Was inside the inside place. and uh, the heater going.
0: Uh, right, there you go. Um, to be fair, like rolling and roll graphs, you'll always take them with a pinch of salt anyway. It's nice to have a baseline that yeah. with, you want to do more work to it that you can work off of it and use yeah. auto-tune again, obviously. Yeah. That was our first rolling road day we'd ever been to. Yeah. It was fun. What was the torque again? 160 uh, foot pounds?
1: One, around floated between 157 and 163. Just that anybody's a dyno geek, it was a dynamometer SD three two five.
0: I'll take your word for it. Yeah.
1: Sport dyno. So if anybody's big into their dyno manufacturers, that's what it was. So
0: that car actually weighs less than nine hundred kilos. Officially it's like eight low eight hundreds, and then obviously it's a bigger engine and stuff, so it'll weigh a wee bit more. So that's why it's so fun to drive and it sounds absolutely awesome and
1: there's a video you put up uh, from behind uh, <laughs> the flames were aflown.
0: yeah well driving that car if you bounce it off the limiter you can hear the bang of it and I always sort of wondered I wonder does it flame but we've never had the opportunity to drive behind it to I see I've seen it in the dark need a Lambo <laughs> I know <laughs>
2: 1983
1: Jetta folks. It's, Top
0: uh, tip. <laughs> I, you see it in the dark with yeah. the flash behind you. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting
1: thinking about the untossers that drive around London and their Lambos. There's certain streets and they just go around, rev, 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 just thinking, of you go around, your Jetta. Wop, 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 wop.
0: <laughs> And we left that morning, Lee was like, hello, neighbours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good morning.
0: <laughs> no, it was um, a good day. Do you, run, do
1: you run that on super or just standard?
2: At the minute, just standard. Once it goes to that A10, side, I'll have to, to run on
3: super.
0: Yeah. yeah. Ben Lawrence, he tuned it. Obviously, Ben, who we had on in episode something this year, anyway, and um, he done a cracker job of it. Like it took him hours. The curve is set pr- on the road, yeah. and it's a testament to him. Yeah. It, it does work, but yeah, he had said just use it normal fuel because like you're more likely to get normal fuel knocking around. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's the beauty of I, it.
1: I think I'm spoiling Cumber because there's probably three super unleaded pumps within. Three miles of my house.
0: That's it. Now, you can get super unled around here handy enough, but it's like when you're out and about and you don't really know, and yeah. it's easier just to set it for. Plus, with carbs and stuff, it doesn't know what it's getting, it doesn't read anything. There's Aye, no the knock computer sensors. Just, yeah. yeah. So it's even though there's standalone alone, there's no knock sensors running to retard anything. Yeah. So it's better just to.
2: It was more poppy. Do you remember that time we were in Scotland and I yeah. did put the 99 in
0: it? it was, my cradle went a bit poppy poppy with that yeah. 99 in mm. too. Um, what else was there?
2: Uh, there was plenty of interesting stuff at it. Like
0: there was a the polo there. I can't remember. The there was a lot name. of big
1: power polos and cool polos.
0: It? There was yeah. a polo there. I think it's a six R. is like that's the more one? square shape. Yes. Um, it's the DQ two fifty gearbox in it. Is that from a Mark Seven GTI? I want to say. I'm near sure, it is. It's a seven speed DSG box. Uh, it's a one point eight engine with a Golf R turbo on it, and it made three hundred and ninety five horsepower <laughs> in a polo. Seeing. Um, another big shock for me was Tompo's GTI. On the meth? Yeah. Yeah. So Tombo rolls up. I hadn't seen him in a few years and he was a friend of Fluff and those guys in Kermy. And I said, what are you driving? off? Oh, a white Mark 7 GTI. He's like, oh, happy days. What have you done to it? Oh, a few, as a Revo map, breathing mods, et cetera, et cetera. I was kind of thinking, oh, 300s-ish, you know. I says, what are you expecting? Oh, in around 400. And I was like, where are you getting 400 from? He goes, yeah, it's on meth. I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> 4.15 that thing made. Class. Mm-hmm. So he says Revo estimated at 3.80 to 4.20 and he got 4.15 and oh. a what looked like a pretty standard nice GTI. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane. Yeah. DSG box up the forces in it and it just grips and goes. Mantle.
2: Who else was there? The GTE?
0: There was a GTE there, which I was dying to see the torque off, but they couldn't run it right, was unfortunate. Um... That had yeah. issues with it. Nice
2: looking car though.
0: Yeah. It did sound the problem was it was running in electric mode and wouldn't kick into the engine. Right. So it sounded like a sewing machine. And at one point Andy Totten or I asked Andy what it had made, and he said about eight t-shirts. So I was like, <laughs> yep. Um what else was it Gavin? It had the self-leveling oh, yeah. centre caps
2: though, which I did like.
0: Self-leveling centre caps, yeah. yeah, that's a new thing for Volkswagen. It's fancy. Uh yes, Totten was there in the M2. Yeah, plus high threes, didn't it? Plus four. Plus 400. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought i seen the thing it was... Uh, I don't okay. think he was happy with what he got, but he was over 400 anyway. Okay. Gavin Black brought the Jag, which is a, is an XKR, I want to say. XKR. Oh my God. That thing is... An, an animal. An, yeah. And that's monster. standard. Um, he had the valves and the exhaust locked open, and that's pretty much it, I want to say. And it made 550 horsepower and untold amounts of torque.
1: I think the morning, the coffee morning we had, I think he talked about 700, 800 brackets. Yeah, connected. I think
0: 750 is kind of the target with a smaller pulley. Because he's been collecting parts for the past year or two, just hadn't found the right car. Aye, from before he had the car, which is the best part.
2: Yeah, so there was a lot of cool kind of bigger horsepower cars. And I was like, oh, the wee Jetta, she's going to be the lowest one, although it's impressive for what it is. But my savior,
0: Andy Maxwell. Andy
2: Maxwell in <laughs> and the Audi
1: 80. Andy has about 20 to 30 cars. Yeah. And I think he brought one of those.
0: He kind of brought a Polo G60, which is. G40. What, or sorry, G40, which is what, 160 horsepower, I think. I think that it way? is,
1: bit depending Um,
0: mm. But no, but he, it needs a charger rebuild. Ah, right, fair enough. So he brought the 1.6 Audi 80. What year is that car? 84, Four, I want to say. 84 is a B2, is B2. that right? The funny thing was I had asked a guy that was running the, the Dyno. I says, do you guys need a, a rev counter? Because Lee's car doesn't have one for the Jetta. He was like, no, it would be better if it had, but we don't really need it. I says, well, look, at the laptop's there. It's on standalone. We can plug it in. Get your rev counter. It's like, oh, that's brilliant. No option for that in Andy's car, obviously. So Andy's like, well, hang on a second. Pops the bonnet, clips the timing light onto one of the the... Plug leads and stands with the timing light at the windscreen for your guy to read the revs of his goal. Which, if you old know, Annie, if you know yeah. Andy Maxwell, it's the most Andy Maxwell yeah. thing ever. Um, what did he make? 75 horsepower? Yeah. Which is pretty impressive for. 1.6. 1. 1.6. 1. Yeah. 6, 30, nearly 40 year old actually now. Yeah. I That's creepy. No, it was cool. Uh, what else was there? Getting had the R on the dyno. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it a really Porsche. Good. Yes. Uh, Graham, Graham Thompson Thompson's. had the yellow Porsche I he was about to put the Porsche on it so it's a 996 Carrera I want to say and I had this horrible thought where I was like if this thing blows up on the dyno at least there's a lot of Volkswagen guys around to buy his brakes for, of him <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember he had don't talk. let your inside voice outside Connor uh, oh, 100% good thing it wasn't drinking then <laughs> and I, I can say this because he is sitting on his YouTube and stuff, and he had actually bought a Boxster, do you remember, and was doing a track day and blew That's the right. engine in it. Yeah. So when I had this thought, I thought it would be really horrible to say that to him, so I won't. So then when he did the three runs and it all passed, I went up and said to him then, I was like, <sighs> I'm going to get this he out fa- of my system he now. found it funny then? Yeah. No, it, was, it was fine. He says, <laughs> I think he said if, if I had said that to him, he'd have just cried. Yeah. <laughs> Um. yeah some it was actually really nice to hear cars under load you know when you're standing beside them because like you can rev cars static and they don't sound as good as when they're actually yeah. driving so that was pretty cool your car was probably one of the favourite soundings on the daily and then Gavin's black jag like the oh that jag the V8 it was so cool absolutely insane and deafening like you, you couldn't stand in the place yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else was there? There was a whole load of stuff. There was a lot of Polos, as you said. Yeah. There was, uh... Leon... Robin from Studio 10, his Polo ran 2... 2.30, I think 230. it was, yeah. Um, Such a quick wee car in the track, like, so... Yeah. ...well believable, it's 2.30. What else was there? There was a yellow Leon Cupra, made 3.50. I
1: think that's Ross's yellow. Yes. Yeah.
0: And McAllister's Polo as well made 2.10 or 2.20 so there's a lot of nice like smaller cars making good horsepower but those Coopers and the likes of that are really like good value for money absolutely because they, they don't make anywhere near what the Golfs will make or the likes of the what's the equivalent like a 2 litre turbo A3 but they're making the power there which is good so now it was an interesting day then we, and we got we a went, big feed I was going to say we went for a delicious terrible. fry
1: <laughs> wish it didn't turn out or, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it didn't miss anything at all no work was far better yeah it? yeah it was great Yes, big feed afterwards was, was good.
2: Yeah, and it was just good. It was good to see people and chat to people and, yeah, enjoyed it very much.
0: Good times. Yep. Uh What else have we been up to? Well, I've been up to a diddly squat myself. I uh, you were saying there actually at the start, it was very little on at the minute. That's the joy of running up to Christmas, I suppose. Yeah, well,
1: just a few wee things I help out with over the last couple of weeks. So between that and working different wee things. Christmas
0: shopping as well, just Aye, we had cars our, took a back seat. But our Shed 62 Christmas doing, you couldn't even come to it. Nope. Yeah. Um, someday, someday you'll get. But wh- while I was doing all this stuff, there's
1: a few bits of broke on various cars, so I look forward to fixing them over Christmas. So. I
0: was going to say there's content coming, go, go, is go, what go. you're saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would tell me about it, I have a list of stuff to do this week
1: I the change of window regulator in a Mark Five Golf, you have to take the door skin off, so I seen, looking forward to
0: that. I, I seen that in the group chat, and I was... I when when you said does it have to come off and everybody was like yeah yeah it does and I was like I can see Nigel's face and it's just black with rage. It's like here. I threw
1: the phone across the wall at one stage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you do the door skin? now?
1: no. no I, I, I have a spare door up the yard. I'm gonna try and fit it. Swap if, the whole door. <laughs> from the Descent Thirty, I broke years ago. so I hope has... the regulator's good in it. If not, then I think it's 120. Plus fat from Volkswagen
0: That's not bad Because You'll that's pay a trade account. I was going to say You'll pay probably half of that For a shite one That'll break in a year Out of a See I went on the Euro It
1: was 79 And then I went on eBay And it was 20 quid
0: Yeah I, I, I was it,
1: warned Not to get non genuine.
0: Well I worked in Euro car parts Years ago And I didn't I purposely avoided Selling window regulators yeah, well, For that exact yeah, reason yeah, That's, that's so, that then, yep. Yeah Yeah don't, don't bother your arse <laughs> um, If we're done then Will we move on to the news
2: News Yeah
0: So, uh, Lady, you want to go first? I can, if you wish. Ladies first. Get all polite when I'm drinking.
2: It's about the only time. So, um, on a few previous episodes this year, I've talked about, well, my hatred of electric cars, among other things, and uh, emissions from other sources being far more of a concern, blah, blah, blah. One of the things I mentioned is obviously cargo ships, cruise ships, all this kind of thing. So, a Norwegian company has come up with the solution. This'll be good. It's a bit of an old school solution. See if you, see if this sounds familiar.
0: <laughs> We're all to a start here. C- compose yourself,
1: Lee. Compose yourself. <laughs> the Prosecco's whale well kicking in.
2: A novel way of cutting emissions from vessels by pulling them across the ocean with the power of the wind. Oh
0: no, the... Why have we never thought of this in, like, the 1700s? Who you suggested know? that, Christopher Columbus? Possibly. <laughs> on his way to rape and pillage across America. Colonize. Co- sorry, colonize. Right, colonize. We're, we're all the colonizers here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this article Deliver democracy to
0: say. as well. God damn you.
2: <laughs> now, that might sound like seals on a ship. It might. But it's not.
0: Uh, I dread to think of what it is.
2: So Norwegian firm Air Seas. Have come up with something. I sees what they did there. They called a sea wing. It's not a seal,
0: but it is a seal.
2: It's a sea wing. Ah, but it doesn't. It's not exactly. It goes in front of the boat, right? It's basically a giant parachute slash kite
0: or sail.
2: Yeah, have you ever been like ha- or parasailing or anything ah, like that? Yeah. It's it's basically that.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a seal on some strings out the front of the boat. I. I, uh, I, I, all I can think of right now is Doctor Evil when he's trying
1: to yes. promote his dangerous or his new plot to take over the world,
0: or and this is I and it's like the, you I can't call the it, CEO of this company. You can't call it what it is. Yeah, definitely. Someone is someone in that company will call that a seal and just be executed. Yeah. Well,
2: these might sound a lot like seals, but RC say they aren't seals. They're so much more than seals.
0: Ah, they've got strings.
2: It's an automated kite based on parafoil technology. Mm. mm.
0: Not a bad sheet. No. In other
1: news Captain Birdseye selling fish hands, not fish fingers.
0: <laughs> fish <laughs> toes. <laughs> so tell me this. What happens when the wind's not blowing the way the way you want to go?
2: Well that Go backwards, all the time uh-huh. <laughs> What's this? Yeah, actually, because on a sailing ship you can Yeah,
0: you can adjust the sail to yeah. sea, but that's literally a parachute out the front. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that's know. It's just basically a big bra.
2: I don't think you know what a bra is.
0: It Goes out the front and holds things. Is that the dictionary is it? possibly yeah bra defined as goes out the front and holds things. May I pull a ship along. <laughs> so anyway,
2: they're going to be running trials uh, in the new year. So good luck to them.
0: Nice. If they're running like a bra, Can I hope you bring I'm back involved. was that one? Because <laughs> the bra trials. <laughs> uh, You've news no. Um, yes. Yes. I, I have
1: one piece of news here. And it's basically just when you think, just Did when you think, think things couldn't get, think things couldn't get any worse. Oh, they're going to. Don't worry. A UK minister has decided to speak out. Uh, it's actually the transport minister.
0: <laughs> That's a be intelligent.
1: So the article uh, says UK needs to move away from private vehicle ownership department of transport says shared mobility must become the norm say ministers as they outline support for a system fit for the future
2: anyone smell that so smells that, like communism to me
1: <laughs> transport <laughs> yep. minister Trudy Harrison has said this speaking at the collaborative mobility UK transport conference the minister said the country needs to move away from the 20th century thinking centered around private vehicle ownership and introduce just greater flexibility with personal choice and low carbon shared transport
2: tell me the name of that uh Collaborative, what now?
1: Collaborative Mobility UK Transport Conference.
2: Collaborative UK something. Tra- it's nearly. It's nearly that word. It is nearly that It's nearly that your
0: that favourite word. Oh, like yes. I see what you're getting at there. Yeah. Collaborative <laughs> UK Network of Transport. Correct. There we go. We have it. Sweet. There we have it, folks. So she says UK
1: was now at a tipping point where shared transport would soon be a realistic option for many. I love people who sit at offices that had never been. Spend much time in the car Coming out with random shit like that
0: I would love to see the next person That gets the Volkswagen Golf That I lower Because that'll be good <laughs> I'll hire the car for a week <laughs> Throw a set of coins over to it Hand it back Some of mm. my granny's Nipping down to the shop and her back
1: breaks in half The government's transport Decarbonisation plan Claimed journeys below 5 miles Represented 58% Of all private car journeys In 2019
0: I can't be the only one That thinks this is all A complete load of bollocks Like can I Do you know, no. what, do you know what Do you know what The real problem is here
1: the infrastructure for public transport is pure horse shit. In the yeah, it is, yeah. And, and it, they're, trying, they're trying to get it, out of it by blaming it
0: onto the motorist. Yeah. As simple as that. It's the easiest target. That's always the way
1: of it. And plus, you know. Communism. Communism. <laughs> and what, the world agenda. What is it? What world agenda? New World
0: Order. New World Order. Oh. Yeah. Is it uh, Dallas? Uh, Dallas Airport has the big New World Order meeting house underneath it now. That's right eh? mm. Look it up. Look it up, folks.
1: You've been spending too much time with your work colleague,
0: Connor. <laughs> Remember, bird, <laughs> birds aren't real.
1: Lizard
2: <laughs> people at the center of the earth.
0: Exactly. Um, my first one then is Ken Block, good friend of the show. Doesn't know he exists, but we know him. <laughs> um, so we talked before during the year that Ken has teamed up with Audi after leaving uh, Ford. And we sort of wonder what's going to replace the unicorn. We know his daughter's racing it on Unicorn versus the world. So he obviously has to go towards something already. And they've built him a bespoke car for doing this. And there's not a whole lot of information on it. They've put a video out. Have you seen it, Nigel? Yes. I just watched it Thursday or Friday. You haven't, Lee? Have you? No. Might I just say the two German designers that are on it are the most stereotypical Germans Correct. I've ever seen. One's in a full black suit. Well, black outfit with they a, a black... They've a bit of Swedish about them too. Yes, the Sven's. Sven's. Uh, with the <laughs> turtleneck up. And the other one with a crisp white shirt. So... I was waiting for Scotto to burst out laughing when they first walked out. How could he not? Yeah. He's bound to I And mean, you're not going to argue with him. He's like eight foot tall.
1: Of course they're the designers. Look at them. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah... It's very modern looking It's not what I was expecting Even Scotto would say that they were looking at Possibly taking one of the old Quattro's And putting the EV running gear into it But they said no we'll build you something bespoke At the start I think you sent me it Nigel I didn't really like it And the more I look at it and after watching that video And they talk you through the styling cues of where they got Each part from I like it now I think
1: if you see the clay model of it, You go hmm
0: the graphics make it Yeah yeah, it's like race liveries. You know, it's it needs and, that. Uh,
1: as much as the boring, uh, not boring, as much as the video you sort of go, well, ask two designers talking about a car. If you listen to the key points
0: of it, it is a throwback to the S1. It's what they talked about keeping the body the same with the white arches. The pillars. The pillars. The wing. either way the wing comes down. The box arches.
1: There's there's just translation from that to that.
0: Yeah, and it, it makes sense when you watch that. It's when you see the car on its own as a standalone thing that you sort of go, "Yeah, well, this is a bit odd. Even we nods like they have the four spotlights built into the grill, like you would have in a rally car. You know, it's things like that that really sort of hark back to the the old
1: days, which is nice. I'm sure it'll be absolutely amazing, but I have one request for Ken Block and Scotto. Whatever video is put out, just dub a V8 roaring in the background
0: over it, and that everybody would be happy. Well, this is what I said when I first heard of this concept, was the thing I like about the Gymkhana videos is there's no music over them. All these videos is usually music blasting. All you hear is tires, and engine. Yeah. Now you're going to hear <laughs> like someone's screeching Someone's making a smoothie, yeah. but is that Ford inter- that was
1: beating around at the Hoonigan yard.
0: Oh, so. it's
1: just <laughs> Yeah,
0: but it should be interesting to see what they do with that because I'm sure they'll want some sort of audio or sorry audio cue to go with the visual yeah. side of it. Um, I think it's based on the Audi E-Tron, only it's shortened.
1: Yeah, I think it is.
0: But I don't know what way they're gonna go with that as in like more power what or water, what that even sounds like or is it gearbox yeah, noise? Have to or? Be 1,
1: 2, brake horsepower to it's it gonna be a heavy or... car, yeah. yeah.
0: So no, it's uh check that out. If you go on to the I think it's on the it's not on Cam Block zone one, it's on the Hunicorn, the 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 Hunagram?
2: I, I would I would <laughs> ask
0: what's wrong with me, but I am drunk. It's on the Hunicorn no. Nigel, what's it on? Hoonigan? Hoonigan, Hoonigan YouTube channel channel. This it, is going tremendously this is well. Hitting me hard, folks. Uh, we'll just move on who's else got news I, for I would like to be home before 2am tonight by the way that's alright <laughs> you can stay here <laughs> who's next
1: I think we're all going to cover this and it's basically let's talk about the F1
0: yeah we may as well
2: yeah I, I don't think we can go much further without I talking about working, it like.
1: I was working in the bar when they were showing it live
0: yes and it, it was, was like an FA Cup final well we were here uh, Richie was with us Nelly was with us Jerry was with us poor Jerry doesn't watch F1 He's like us two years ago and had no notion of what was going on. And we were trying to explain it to him while shouting at the TV.
1: Just to demonstrate, I'm sure you haven't been lying under a rock. Everybody's heard about this season, this finale, all the rest of it. Here's how widespread it got. I listened to two football podcasts and they talked on it F- for at least 10 minutes about it on a football podcast. that About days. F1. Yeah.
2: I have a bruise on my leg. From where I punched myself in the leg,
1: <laughs> so right.
2: because I was when Latifi crashed into the wall.
1: Do Do uh, want to start from the start? Yeah,
0: yeah. Go Go from the start because so going into the final race of the season, there were an equal points. Yeah, which is pretty unheard of. Like it's not the norm. How
1: would you describe the race? Uneventful, sort of. We We controversial were on the first
2: first lap and then boring.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. and. We, I, I remember probably it was 10 or 20 laps before the end in the bar where when I was working and everybody was just saying, that's Hamilton done.
2: Anti-climax,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Once he got ahead and we predicted that if he did get ahead, he would just drive away, which he always does. So fast forward, going ahead. Sorry, Lee.
2: Well, no, there was a good bit in the middle
0: where Perez, Perez was in front of him. The, oh, me- right, the Mexican sorry. Minister of Defence. <laughs> <laughs> the best the ever. legend that is. <laughs> That was actually a really nice, sweet battle between them. Yeah, and Perez, like you're a big Perez family, yeah. and like it showed what he can do. You know, he he held him up well. Great defense, Hamilton. Like I have no real strong feelings about Hamilton to be honest. I it's the joy I'm of being a of casual ad- observer of F1. Yeah.
2: My thing about him is he's undoubtedly a good
0: driver. He's fantastic. I mean, he's there's, one of the best. there's
2: absolutely no getting away from that but I just wanted someone else to win and I didn't particularly care who it was. Yeah. And I don't, I'm i not i am no huge Verstappen fan because I think he's a wee dick, but if it was going to be him,
1: it, happy no, days. Why not? Let, let's face it, the the most the majority of F1 drivers are self-obsessed, focused. You don't get to that level no, in being, any
0: sport without like being an asshole. There's
1: exceptions. Yeah, but, but as a rare. general
0: rule, you've given up all your weekends, all your childhood, you, everything you've done in life goes towards this. So that's yeah. why you end up like that, and people are generally like that. But the one thing that annoyed me is, during that back and forward with Perez and Hamilton, like the Sky One news guys would deep-throat Hamilton if they could. Oh, biased much? Crafty, all over him, like just slobbering all over him. They were saying about how clean of racing it was, and they were kind of having to dig at Max about this is what racing should be. Then Hamilton comes on the radio and he's like, oh, he's so dangerous, man. And I'm like, he's the complete opposite of dangerous. Uh, this was a perfect, he's a good driver. It's called tactical racing. So yeah. it, it seems to be that anybody that challenges Hamilton is a dangerous driver in yeah. his eyes. You know, you're supposed to let him pass and go on. But as Lee says, there's no doubt that Hamilton is one of the best, if not the best. You know, he would have been the best had I, he won. I think he has shown his... Brilliance as such in the last few races. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. He's that drive. Yeah. Uh,
2: he's, for, he started from the back of the grid in yeah. one race and oh, like just
0: straight up drove three.
2: around everybody. Now, don't get me wrong, he's also got the best car on the grid. Yeah. But, you know, in the hands of another driver, would it have been the same result? Probably not. But Possibly not.
0: But see that point. Did you say the wind Hefi crashed? There was like a silence in our house.
2: No, but then I w- and then I suddenly realized what it meant, yep. and that's wh- how I got the because bru- I was punching my leg. Once, there's going to be a safety car. There's going to be a safety car.
0: <laughs> safety car rolls out, and we we're like, "This could actually happen. This could this." And then we sort of, when it settled, then we were like, "There's only four or five laps left." You know, uh, it'll yeah, not get, gonna, get cleared in well, time. The commentators are going, "They're just going to run this out using the safety car, and that's it." Which is what we expected when the sort of the adrenaline so, wore off. And the, it the obviously f Michael, Michael Massey. He
1: decided. This is Hollywood, baby. Let's make things happen. Netflix
0: are in. He thought yes. his
2: surname was Bay rather than Massey. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there will be an explosion in the background.
2: Get Bruckheimer on the horn.
0: <laughs> Spaceship crashed into the finish line. Nicholas Cage will play. Who's he going to play? Hamilton. He's good enough, he could. Yeah. I do like a bit of Cage. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're right. There was a, to be See, honest.
1: I, I was listening I, to Scene 3, Got. Seen Through Glass podcast and they do an F1 Mm -hmm. thing, it's like a debrief podcast the day after and Sam and Supercars London usually do it but he was actually with the dealer friendly uh, car dealer that is, sorry, (laughs) drug dealer (laughs) and they were breaking it down and your man Sam for Seen Through Grass is he would cup Hamilton's balls Uh he's just fanboys but the, I forget the name of the car dealer he does it with but he was the devil's advocate Advocate, and you know there were gurning and gurning, but your man came back with, well, you know they had to do this to give a race to the fans. They couldn't just,
0: yeah, and
2: you that's, can't do the last race,
0: and that decision was made
2: with the season that it's been yeah. and how close it was and the but it, it. They but couldn't then, have done anything else. But then
0: the counter argument to that is, when do the rules apply and when don't they apply? Well, see, that's what they were talking about too. The, the, the FA so
1: yeah. There, there, there's meant to be a committee and there's meant to be this, but at the end of the day, this guy Michael Massey can just come in at um, any point and just go nah, and then there's, a, right, there's probably people above him. Think about a football him.
2: game, right? The referee has the ultimate authority on the pitch. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. but does he turns. So he makes say, a bad call, shit one.
0: But then I don't. But think nothing
2: think happens afterwards.
0: Well, so saying you know, tell you about on that. Right,
2: I know they have the VAR and stuff now, but but before that. If the referee made the wrong call, nothing would happen. Like, Man but, United or whatever, wouldn't it get the if trophy a re- if took a back off? Cons-
1: them? A referee consistently made bad decisions in the game. He would get, he
0: would get yeah, taken off big cons- teams. But, but does a he get overturned? Off. Does it get overturned, I think, was Lee saying, is, you know. After the ever- match.
2: So if a, a call was made, a penalty, whatever, that shouldn't have been.
0: That doesn't go back. It doesn't go Aye, back. You no. don't
2: wind back the clock. They don't take the trophy back. No. It is what it is on the day. And unfortunate.
0: To be fair though I think one of my favourite parts of it was Toto on the radio to Michael Massey Oh Michael, no No, Michael no, no, this is not right and like God off him. The Michael turns around goes. Toto this is motor racing racing. Oh, (laughs) just cut him down Do you think Um, he threw the headset again like the week before? (laughs) (laughs) I a man has a consistent, just a row of headsets lined up. So Mercedes just immediately after the races were launched an inquiry. Well I was actually... I said, I can't wait to see... But the, see,
1: see if you listen to some of the radios uh, of other race car drivers. Uh-huh. They were all going, what the hell was that?
0: There was a good mixture. Some were like, well done to him. and Others were going, what happened there? Why can't we pass? You know, it, it does seem... But... It's not the way you want the... Somebody who went, I suppose, money
1: talks. Somebody who went down in my estimation is George Russell.
0: I Yeah, I was I actually had 100%. that down. percent Oh,
1: that was the disgrace.
0: Uh, the same George Russell who... I think it was Spa weekend. Didn't he come third? And but he came third because it was under the safety lap, and that's where he had started in the yeah. grid. And he said a win's a win. Yeah, doesn't matter how you win, a win's a win. Somebody quoted that maybe that meme. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, oh no, it's not. Oh, but no, then he's it. playing politics because he's going to Mercedes yeah. next year, so he's going to cop Lewis's balls for him. Yeah.
2: After the race, I think Hamilton conducted himself. He was very classy about oh, it. hundred percent. Yeah. He didn't say anything. Didn't slobber nothing. Went up, said "Well done." Kind of got out, of dodge whatever. Fine. Toto not appearing.
0: Let himself down. Not
2: interviewing. Not coming. Not doing anything. Let himself down a bucket full.
0: To me, like I really like Toto in the post race interviews because he's cool and collected. Yep. And when he, he, lo- he lost shit. Yes, he obviously went fucking apeshit. Um, did you see the pictures of him or the videos of him partying the and next that, night? That Mercedes asked their employees to take down again. Did they actually? Yeah. Did you see it? Lee crowd surfing. A uh, fifty-year-old 50 year uh, Austrian, eight-foot-tall man, crowd, died,
1: crowd seven. I laughed at him. We're Wearing masks the whole weekend, party <laughs> night, not a mask to be seen. Straight,
0: straight in, like
1: shows <laughs> you what crap it is.
0: But yeah, it's uh, it was a weird. To be honest, like when you look at it from an actual like sporting point of view, it's not how you want. I'm sure Verstappen, yes, he won, but it, it's always going to be overhanging him that. He won under a weird circumstance sort of thing. They still won the Mercedes championship. Well, yeah. Constructors' they, championship. Yeah, and that's what they get their money for. Yeah. So they're probably more unhappy with that.
2: They've also dropped their appeal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think they say that they didn't want to win under that circumstance, so they dropped the appeal, which is kind of I'm the bigger man type thing. But yeah. Then. Mm. <laughs> um, then they're talking Probably as well. one of
1: the best seasons in a long time.
0: Well, I, th- I feel like Lee and I have cheated because we've just jumped in a year and a half ago. And come in on the the bandwagon when everything's good. Oh, say thank <laughs> you to Netflix for that. Thanks, yeah. Netflix. Well, that's actually that's why we I'm, watch it. I'm all aboard that ship too because yeah. I drift away
1: from F1 and back into it now.
0: Um, no, but it's it's uh, it's fantastic. It's I don't like people saying yeah, you know, running people down. They don't know what they're talking about because of Netflix and blah blah blah. You know. If you want the sport to continue, you need that. You need that back, and you need people's fresh blood coming into it. But at the same time, you don't want people agreeing that that race finished on a good way, because that's not... Like, that could happen to any driver. Then if Michael Massey takes the notion an and goes, well, no, we're going to do last lap wins kind of thing, Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't a good end to it. As a, well, from an entertainment point of view, it was a very good end. From a racing point of view, it probably wasn't, but it is what it is and shit happens like it's not going to change it and hey
1: how good's Dredd to Survive going to be next
0: season <laughs> yes <laughs> and and the funny thing is Verstappen's not in it because uh, he's a dick and doesn't want to be involved in it. exactly yeah which would be interesting to see I wonder will Toto and them guys appear in that
1: <laughs> I'd say they will they will
0: um, and now, now there's talk will Hamilton Hamilton might not appear next season he might drop out but I don't think he will. To me, that's all publicity. 50 million a season. I think he will. 50 million a season. Plus, as we talked about, like he's at the top of his game. He wants that. He, he wants to go out on a high. He wants he's to gonna come back for a record. Yeah, exactly. And it was interesting that Latifi was battling against uh, Mick Schumacher. The son, obviously, Mick Schumacher. Old, when part, he of crashed. The plan, old part of the plan. Das Plan. <laughs> das Plan. So, yeah, it's, uh, it was an interesting race. We had a lot of food. We had a lot of shouting. It was, uh, yeah. it was good. No drink. It was too early to drink. Yeah. Um, have you seen the new cars for F1 for next you, season? New what? The new cars. I think I talked about them. 18s and... Oh, they have stepped up from 13s to 18s. Yeah, 18s, different body work and stuff. It's, uh, our, we'll, we'll not give it away, but our next guest when the next episode will be able to talk us through that well, yeah. but I think the cars look fantastic and I'm really, really excited. There's a few changes, again, we'll talk to him about it in the next episode, but there's a few changes should allow for more like, close wheel-to-wheel racing. Plus, with a new season and a new type of car, it'll mean everybody's on a more level playing field, which brings the pack back together. Which, yeah. I personally would like to see Haas back in the game again. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like Haas.
2: Yeah, Haas and Williams, and you know who knows. I'll
0: as even as well. The more even, the more competitive the race, and the better.
1: That, that's it. That's why you're there. To like, there's it. nothing worse than watching Hammond just going past cars like they're sitting.
0: Well, that's it. That's the way that race was going that isn't until more that happened. Sport, like, no. It's just driving away from it. I like
1: think you watch turn cars. Everybody's competitive to an extent.
0: and It's wheel to wheel. Yeah. Door to door. Door in door a lot of times. Last time. car's the same. Yeah. No, it's it's all close racing like. So, yeah, it's uh, a big part of this week's news and it couldn't be avoided.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Uh, another one for me then is we talked a while. Well, we have talked all year and possibly last year too about my love for the Hyundai N series. Mm. So the i30Ns, i20Ns and the reason for a lot of their success was that albert bierman had left he was the head of bmws m division for years and then went to hyundai which was an odd move a lot of people thought but it done wonders for hyundai hyundai and for kia with their genesis range as well the stingers and things that he developed so he's actually retiring now so after 30 years in the industry or three decades he's gone the one thing i like to watch with that is hyundai you'd see do the drop the ball you know have the new guy in will they kind of get away from what they were doing with the mm-hmm. end series because those end cards are absolutely class and it was that like directly his input or will they have learned because he was the one that overseen the launch of the e46 m3 and the e39 m5 as well oh, right, okay so there's a lot of credentials behind him which is obviously he brought a lot of hyundai flats with the one to watch so he's retired or retired that's him, oh, right? it's, it's him out yeah okay. so the new guy under replace him
2: uh just to end on a bit of a humorous note then hopefully um, I have an article here from Jalopnik. Basic premise is Florida man strikes again. Oh, so yes. I'd, I'll just read you some of the article Go Florida here. Man. The headline is "Nude Thief Steals Ram from Florida Dealership."
1: Now in Ireland, that means a completely different thing. Yes, guy, <laughs> you've been stealing <laughs> North the sheep. <laughs> the
0: sheep would be afraid.
2: Florida news outlets are reporting that a naked man stole a Ram pickup truck from a Fiat dealership and led police on a chase before being caught. On November, f- excuse me, on December 15th, surveillance videos from the Florida dealership show a 40-year-old Richard Blues hanging out in his underwear.
1: As you do. God bless America.
2: For approximately two hours, Richard Blows wandered the dealership and at one point just sat on the roof of a vehicle for 30 minutes.
0: Were drugs involved
2: in this? I don't know
0: <laughs> Probably
2: He also during that time managed to damage a motorcycle and a pickup truck This was all about 5am
0: I'm going <laughs> to go with drugs
2: <laughs> Around 7am I think
1: he's Irish <laughs> He's drinking
2: <laughs> Around 7am a dealership employee spotted blows naked in the paint booth He then got into another truck and took off, leading authorities on chase
1: That's happened sometime. <laughs>
2: He was apprehended on Interstate 95 after hitting a guardrail before exiting the highway. The 40-year-old was arrested. He claims he didn't steal the truck, telling police someone in a red shirt told him to take it.
0: Oh, it must be God, was it? What a guy.
2: Prior to this incident, he was already out on bail for a charge of exposing himself in the last month.
0: Was he also on a vehicle?
2: He now faces multiple charges, including unoccupied burglary to a structure unoccupied burglary to a conveyance and grand theft of a motor vehicle. This isn't his first go-round with the law. he's also been locked up 12 times since 2018.
0: Upstanding citizen. So can we tell the story about uh, Dundee airport? Redact the names? Yeah, yeah. So on a similar vein to that we know a guy who was on a wild drunken night out with his friend they lived in Dundee. And they broke into Dundee Airport, which sounds like a big deal, but Dundee Airport is literally like a bus depot. It's there's not much to it. Can't even fly a jet into it. It's all propeller planes, it's like our airport. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So when they, who caught up with him, was it the ordinary police or was it the
2: airport pl- police? I'm not police? sure.
0: Um, when they caught up with him, he was straddling on top of a plane, wearing a pink cowboy hat, letting off a fire extinguisher. Okay. So this shit does happen. <laughs> not just in America. Welcome was, to Scotland. Was he Scottish? He was Scottish, or... yes. Okay. Yep. We'll not name any names, but there we go. Yes. Scotland like their drink too. They do indeed. It wasn't just Iron Brew. Okay.
2: Um, Just a wee call back <laughs> as well, slightly as part of the news. Have you seen the Citroën Ami buggy?
0: I have not. It's like an off road toaster.
2: It's so cute. <laughs> Who was it? One of Is the listeners sent it to us. It, it was
0: uh, Jeff sent it in. Jeff. Um, yeah, it's class. It's like an apocalypse vehicle. <laughs> Lee, Lee talked about them before. They were, they're a wee two-seater EV. Um, they do 30 miles an hour. They have like 40 miles of range. But it's like a wee off-road type version with the drop doors and stuff. Uh, Soco? I actually, so they're now selling them in the UK. And I took a notion earlier. I was like, I wonder could I buy one of these? Because they're seven grand. I like I put one of them higher purchase or something It's like one of them toy Tonka cars Yeah, well, like I drive seven miles to work where do you see the buggy, hang
1: on A a a full
0: full charge would get me three days driving Oh sorry, there's an me and then there's a me buggy Yeah, it's like an off road type one
2: (laughs) Isn't it class?
0: But they're seriously cool Um, You don't get an EV grant for them Because they're a quadruped And not a car apparently Because they're so small That sounds like something you should be locked up for It does (laughs) It does, yeah.
1: <laughs> you feckin' quadruped, you, you, get out of here. You go on
0: a list for that. <laughs> um but no there there are cool be really yoke.
1: So why why does it not get electric? Because it's, it's
0: it's it counts as a quadruped because it's so small and light. They're only like four hundred and fifty kilos including all the batteries and all on it. I'm I would probably like if I sit in that it'll be about hundred and fifty percent of its own weight. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um my other seats.
1: one. the seats in it.
0: Yeah. The, Sorry, so those s-
1: who are listening, we're looking at photos here.
0: <laughs> they're so Spartan. Um, the like even the the gear call or the steering column stuffs exposed in them. The seats are numbered because there's two Do you know them. which one to sit in. <laughs> one and two, and they're only left hand drive. So if you get them here, they're still left hand drive. Yeah. They're so yeah.
2: small, it wouldn't matter. Wouldn't You'd just be driving in the middle anyway. Any
0: across. My other bit of news then is a good one for a change. Ooh, okay. and not EV related. Good. So. People in this country will know the struggles we have with getting decent fuel. So in England, Scotland, Wales, you can get ninety nine octane. The most we can get here is ninety seven. So uh, the, the equivalent small, of ninety five in America. Yes. So the small uh, hamlet or village of Lock Brooklyn, outside I'd say, Banbridge. Mm-hmm. There's a petrol station. In it is now doing ninety nine octane. I've heard rumors of this. So it's 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 in. So uh, I don't know if it's the guy that owns it or a guy who works on it has a GTR and they've got it in for this. So he says it's a blend of 97 plus octane booster but it's consistent. That's what he's running there his car go. on. So it'll be interesting. Shout out to Quattro Rick with his 1000 horsepower RS6. Yeah,
1: I think he messaged about taking us for a run at some time so yeah. we're going to hold him to that. I,
0: yeah. You're right, I will. <laughs> uh, that's going to be an absolute animal of a car. So it should be interesting. Again, it's a pity that more places aren't doing it because if you map the car for 99, you're going to struggle to get it yeah. other places but Again, if, for local people, if you do the odd run out and thing, it's pretty cool to have. Um, one last bit for me then it's just I talked before about a few charity things that were happening. Uh, we're not actually doing anything this year because sort of time got away on us. So I thought I'd give a shout out to a few other ones. And the DB Daily's guys are doing one. They'd said so they've they're tied in with a charity called the Bumbleance, which is like an ambulance for kids. That brings them to to and from their appointments and it's just like a standard ambulance with all your equipment in it but it's also, you know, child friendly, yeah. not a scary environment for the things, so very, very good cause for kids and they're raising money, if you go onto the DB Daily's Instagram page they're doing like, I don't know if it's a raffle or if it's like a like prints that you can buy, I'd rate but they're raising mm-hmm. money for it anyway and it's a very very good cause, especially anybody with kids will know the struggles with that, so check them guys out Lastly then our YouTube Nigel, do you want to kick us off because you are the king of YouTube? Sorry, just when you're talking about charitable causes. Uh, big shout out to TJ Carroll, who
1: had his Cars and Coffee morning uh, back at the 28th of November, I think he had it. Yeah, TJ was on our lockdown logs with his Mark Two Jetta, the supercharged one. Yeah, he organized a Cars and Coffee morning at Care Castle in County Tip. And he put his total up on Facebook the other day. I think he raised 4,800. 4, Nearly forty nine hundred euro.
0: Seriously impressive and these days, like you're on the mouth of Christmas, everybody's trying to get in a tight with shit that's going on in the world yeah. as well. So I think he was blown away with the response to
1: the event and in the donations as mm-hmm. well. Um it was for a dream for Danny, it was help a wee lad uh, beat cancer, it's basically raising money to get him out to New York for specialist treatment. Brilliant. So big shout out to TJ for organizing that. That'll be nice with yeah.
0: our family too in the mouth of Christmas too. Yep, yeah, definitely. Good to see. Big shouts. So, off the back of that then, will we go into your YouTubes? YouTubes, YouTubes, let me just turn this page.
1: So, I have three YouTubes this week, the first of which is one of my favourite channels, um, Carfaction. Yep. So, I don't know if that's a spin-off of Evo Mag,
0: Carfaction. I'm not sure. There's I... Henry
1: Catspools in it, and he's an Evo Mag ah, well then, writer, so it must be their it. YouTube, but I think there's an Evo Mag YouTube channel too. So, and you have Harry I mean, as well. Anyway, it's basically a video reviewing the Mark 8 Edition 45 with Henry, Henry Catchpole. And you'll like it, Connor, because he does a throwback to previous golfs. Does and he have a Mark 3? He has a Mark 3. Oh, he has yes. a Mark 3. Does he because shit all he, over it? Because he learned to drive, or he first started driving and a, Mark a Mark 3. three. Um, God I love him. But uh, he was driving a Mark 3. I think it was a Mark 5 he drives as well, uh, Mark 7. But. Okay, you, you can watch it, it's a 15 minute video uh, good fun video going around the edition 45 Mark 8 and the conclusion is, does it justify the extra money?
0: Well, there's a lot of any any reviews I've seen of the Mark 8 as well, there's been a lot of people talking, is it any better than the Mark 7 or 7.5 uh, kind I of thing? I think all the Mark 8
1: has done is reaffirmed that the 7.5 was the best one to date
0: Yeah, because it gets such a good review, like, yeah. I remember I had Matt's 7 for a week he had the performance pack one like, you know, me with modern cars, I've said before, I'm not a big modern car guy. I had no car. He he had the car and was going up and down the road with Lucy to work. And he says, to Me, take that for a week. And I was like, I'm not taking your new car. And he was like, Take it. It's all right. No, Matt, like, he's easy going. And I fell in love with the thing. Yeah. And within about two days, I was like treating it like my own, which, you know, <laughs> it's a bit of Bay Road blasting <laughs> kind of thing. But those things are seriously, yeah. like, I honestly would have, I don't know. Uh, I haven't driven an R enough to say I would have it over the R, but if I had a GTI Performance Pack, I wouldn't be that worried about the R. If you know what I mean, like yeah. I wouldn't feel like I was missing out because there's such an involved driving car. The seven
2: no. point fives.
0: The the looks of those the, two.
2: They're probably controversial. The best looking Golf ever.
0: Is your brother's a seven and a half? Yeah, yeah. the The seven looks so dated compared to the seven and a half. Even though, sharper. Yeah. The perfect, yeah, you might say, seven look really good, yeah, but seven and a half just blows out of the water. A Mark seven
1: club sport in white with uh wing back seats, three door.
0: I'm done. That's Nigel sorted, yeah, more than an addition.
1: Cool FM cash call next week's 100k.
0: I'll have that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Praise be to Jesus. If
1: you have YouTubes, in the Um,
0: first one I have listed there is Project Binky, Bad Obsession Motorsport. They dropped a video, didn't they? They dropped one two hours ago, and I was in the middle of it before I had to go and get our Chinese and was Ah, very angry. Is that the the final? No, far from it. They thought they had an event there a month ago. They did. So they had an event a few months back, and only because they promised the event organizers they would bring it. And they thought, yes, we can get it together, bring it. They were kind of odd about it on social media, and they did state that it wasn't running and it had issues and stuff. And this video addresses the issues that they had, which, from what you caught, Lee, were fairly significant issues of why yeah. it wouldn't run. Of um, physics. Yeah, <laughs> physics was into play. So it's your, for anybody who watched Binky before, it's your typical mix of sarcasm and this is how we do it kind of thing. And it all works very just well. Brilliant videos. They're so well done. The it, humor um, just. It's the Monty Python, old British humour, that kind of thing. Um, You know, it's good fun, it's family friendly, but you get a good laugh. It angers me that they don't put out more content. Like, it makes me irrationally angry. Like, I was sitting today, Lee and I have been busy today.
2: Last night, I came into the living room, (laughs) was it after work or something? And Connor was sitting and he was like, you know, he just has like a grumpy face. All the time. And uh, I was like, what's up? And he was like... Project Binky releasing a new video the Patreons get it today and I don't get it till tomorrow <laughs>
0: <laughs> So because I'm cheap I didn't get it today or un- until today yeah. <laughs> So I expected it up this morning, there it was No, and all day I was like where is my Binky, fucking you show him to me and it wasn't released until 7 o'clock and I was like we're recording like an hour after this, where is Binky um, They usually put out a 40 minute video do they? 45 minutes yeah oh, and as I say if you're a fan of Binky It's what you'll expect. And if you're not a fan of Bingo, you haven't seen it, do check it out because it was actually when I definitely didn't have COVID back in 2019 and I had pleurisy, lol, um, that I had two weeks off. COVID light you had? COVID light. (laughs) COVID OG.
2: That's it.
0: I was patient zero. I watched 25 episodes of it. And much like the F1, I thought people have wasted seven years of their life watching this and I'm coming through at the end. But two years later, we're not at the end. But it's really worth it. Another video I watched, we've talked about them before, is the Dutch Auto Parts guy, Paul from Dutch Auto Parts, Uh works closely with uh, the humble mechanic, Charles. He put out a video on E85 fuel. Did you see it? No, it didn't. It was really
2: interesting. It was, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Lee and I watched it. Um, I've actually talked to one of our listeners, Chris Ungluck, in uh, Texas. He maps a lot of cars for E85. You talked to me about it before, but I like I just assumed E eighty five was eighty-five percent ethanol. Yeah. But in this video they go through and they actually tell you that E eighty five is only legally has to be like forty five percent minimum ethanol. So you could get it and it's forty five percent, you could get it and it's eighty five percent. So the like flex fuel sensors that adjust the tune and bits and pieces, but the difference alone that it makes is just absolutely incredible. Another key point about it, I'm kind of spoiling this video, but I'm drunk, so sorry, um, <laughs> that depending on where they are in the states, they change it. So they change the ethanol content in the fuel. If you're in a northern state where it's colder, they put less in it in the wintertime, where in the summer they'll put more in it. Or right. if you're in a southern state where it doesn't get as cold, it remains the same, that kind of thing. So it does vary quite a lot. Um, which would be weird for your tune. you. I think I heard Jimmy Oakes giving off about it one time. Yeah, you can watch buy like the contents.
2: This is, sounds a bit like COVID, but you can buy like home test kits and yeah. stuff where yeah. you can.
0: It, re- it reads yeah. like ten minutes type thing. So yeah, very very interesting video. Check out Touch Auto Parts for that. Um, have you another one, Nigel? Yes, uh,
1: some of you might know about the channel Whistling Diesel, uh, basically destroyer of all things. Pretty much, if you like things, he will wreck it. Yeah, so American YouTuber who takes great pleasure in wrecking stuff and just basically shocking people. So last week he bought two, not just one, but two R32 Skylines. What? Yeah. They're two gravens. Two gravens. So bog spec R32 Skylines and killed them within hours.
0: That annoys me. Now,
1: when I say kill them, he says the engines both blew up and a transmission blew up.
0: Well, the GTRs are non GTRs. yeah. That's impressive. Like an RB26 is a start so engine. So, the start of it's a
1: piss take. He's going, ah, you know, taking the piss out of JDM fanboys and all the rest. That was his whole point of this video, just to irritate. And
0: it was Shock value, which is oh, what he yeah, does Oh, Just
1: to get the views and all the rest yeah. of it. And so he went and bought them. I think one of them broke down the way home and the other one the gearbox or something and the engine failure and all the rest of it. But, like, it was 100K of cars he bought. I was going to say, that's that's a lot of car to blow. Um, but there's a few questions to be asked, and that ties in with, you ever heard of Tommy F, yeah? Yeah, he's... He, he's he done a call-out video. Well, about this? Because,
0: he, YouTubers uh, as, he, like he as he right
1: States, when you go, if you're a YouTuber and you go to buy a car, you document every, the journey home, everything that yeah. happens. Russell and Diesel, he does his intro, next thing, he's driving home, he's broke down. There's no. Oh, uh, this is what happened. It didn't see like he basically said he don't. He didn't do any research and how he decided to buy these cars were the fucked already before he got them.
0: And now he set it up as yeah, because like uh, I knew the camshafts broken it. That's not a as common. Tommy as Tommy
1: Afia turned around and said, you know, uh, that's not a common thing for a GTR. That that sounds like the the caps were t- Tensing too hard. Yeah, and basically over time it just went snap. Shattered to the bits, um. But Tommy turned it. If anybody watches Tommy F, yeah, basically he's turned himself into a skyline refurb business. Yeah, I think he talked about it in the last and episode. Some of the finishes he does are fantastic, and he's basically called out the uh Whistling Diesel and says, "Give me one of your Skylines, and oh, well, I'll, do you it, I'll do it. I'll do it labor free, and I'll make your car reliable to a point. But car GTRs aren't unreliable as you're trying no. to promote." You can get massive power to them, but he basically said thank up. you for the biggest PR video for my business you've ever made, Whistling <laughs> Diesel.
0: Yeah, because Whistling Diesel's a massive YouTube channel, yeah. like. So uh, yeah, he's also, a bit yeah. of a dick, but yeah. fair play to him for doing yeah. what he's doing. Uh,
2: when you said about rap stars, there, I didn't think of rap stars. He's got beef. No, I thought of. Do you remember in like the must have been like late nineties, early two thousands, there was a song that came out. And it was fuck you right back. I don't want you back. And then yep. it was the fuck you right back. That was the first thing I thought <laughs> <Yeah>. of.
0: <laughs> back and forth in their YouTube channels. <laughs> um, I think I talk about this every week that there's a new one out. Is Unicorn versus the World? So there was two released this week. I want to say yeah. The second one's the one I have noted here. Have you seen them, Nigel? I have seen the race car. Is it one? the Razor? It's yeah. It's uh, the Polaris uh, it Saber. Side so side. fun.
1: No, I've seen the the picture, of, it, but I watch. not watched the one with the race car. I'll,
0: not, uh, Yes, well, I'll not spoil it for you, both very good episodes, but Polaris side-by-side uh, 1,100 horsepower with a 2 JZ engine on it. That's sensible. Yes. Uh, the guy that built it... The guy it. is
2: like the most chilled dude you've ever seen. And he's just standing, like, with his arms behind his back, it's just chatting form, away, it? you know, like, nodding his head, chatting and, yeah, yeah, and I just did this and you know, just for the crack, you might as well have said, it, just f- just because I could, just uh, for the crack.
0: Why? Why did you put? It's a three point four billet aluminium two JZ engine. And he's like, "Why did you do this?" Oh, I just thought it'd be something different. Why not? I don't so I'll make- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll not spoil it for you for what happens, but it's a very very good episode, and it's it's fun. Yeah, it's not what you expect, but it's it's very very good. Yeah. Um. Have you another one?
1: My last one is a Top Gear video, and I think there's been several videos by different YouTube channels. But I was watching the Top Gear one, and it, did you hear, see the release of the Redux E30 M3 resto mod? No, but that'd be nice. Yeah, so uh, the video. Someone
0: did one on a Lancia a while back. Do you remember the?
1: Yeah, the concept of it. Really something somewhere, but yeah, it's a resto modded E30 M3. So this company Redux, they basically take an M3 apart, seam weld it. Um, Carbon, a lot of the panels. And modernize and, it, basically. And when I say carbon, they just don't buy an off-the-shelf carbon stuff. The weave is in certain directions to meet ah, precisely. Yes. The tension, to the detail is just mental. It's still a four-pot bored out. Mm-hmm. Um, running MoTeC uh, ECU AP brakes up front. Uh, the engine's putting about 300 brake horsepower. Insides, uh, a bit of reworking here and there. Um, but it's the main thing for it is the attention to detail. The The arches are reworked. I think the arches are carbon and they're wider. And it's run 18s now to tie in with the originally 30 DTM cars that ran 18s. Yes. Stuff
0: like that. But similar sort
1: of body lines. Yeah. Very nice. Um, so your man's driving around the track just basically <laughs> loving it. So he is. Um, Excuse me. But it comes at a price. I'd say it does. As does everything. Any guesses? Freedom isn't
0: free, brother. I would assume this doesn't... Include price supply of the. E3 th- Aye, so you hand them your E thirty M three, and then they do this.
2: Yeah. How much was the Nismo thing that you talked about a while ago? Oh, it was three hundred ki I'm going with three hundred k.
0: That'll be far more. You m- l- my paper. <laughs> I was going to say it'll be less than that. Is it three hundred k? Fuck oh, off. it's Three thirty. Yeah, how Nismo mu- price. How much will you give for an E thirty M three? Oh, name your price. Sixty eighty. Bob, where, uh, it are you you the... where are you? Totten, where are you? I would say you're. 50 to 100 depending on the condition of No, yes. So depending on what problems they find with it, your half a million pound car essentially? Yeah Nice um,
1: Bad For news. a four cylinder? Just, just one thing I've seen in it, I was very conscious right this, this car's 300,000 pounds or whatever it is and all the rest of it and it's reworked, with tends of detail and all the rest of it. I was watching the video and there's video of it from you know going into corners, coming out of corners and all the rest of it all I can see blue smoke coming out. Ooh. Burn we drop I, of oil, sir. I, I just Ooh. says, I must go into the comments here to see if anybody, anybody else noticed that. 300K in blue smoke, unacceptable. Nice. <laughs> so everybody just jumped on it. The BMW beards would be all over that.
2: <laughs> we were behind uh, an Octavia coming oh. back from the rolling road day that had serious blue smoke. I was yeah. like, oh, sir.
1: He's run the kerosene. Somehow.
0: You're <laughs> <we're> in trouble. <laughs> that or someone needs a turbo.
2: <laughs> Bad news, Lance. I'm out of wine.
0: You going for more? Oh, why? Wow. Go for it moving on then I think we'll just take a wee look back at what we've done over the year yeah so this is the end of year two it's been. We're as shocked as you are, folks, don't worry. Yeah.
1: So we'll <laughs> just take a wee trip down memory lane
0: and just recap some of the episodes over the past year. If
1: you haven't listened,
0: please do. Yeah, we've gained quite a lot of recent listeners, and I think a lot of them have been. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> yes, and uh, listening back. But if you haven't, do go through. There's quite a few I think good episodes. I was
1: looking through statistics there a couple of weeks ago, and I think we're just shy of a thousand listeners per episode. So Excellent. That's, that's not too bad. Like. No, it's good. And we have quite a few listeners in America, which is really. For a bunch me. of absolute idiots
0: <laughs> e- talking shit here.
1: <laughs> and as always, the feedback, the questions, the support, it means a lot to us. Yeah, it's really so appreciated.
0: That's uh, a lot of people have said that they get a lot out of the podcast and I think we do too as well, especially it's with like lockdown. Therapy. Yeah. Get it out of your system. I like to talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know. So let's kick off uh, our episode uh, the first episode of the 2021 was episode twenty seven entitled Fast Eddie. So that was uh It was your own, yeah. Yeah, it was basically talking about um Eddie Irvine. So went, F1
0: Northern Iron Legend.
1: Yeah, that was I really enjoyed researching that one. Uh, moving on then to episode twenty eight was drag racer Zach Martin, yep. which uh, Connor, you rang up Zach and had a little chat with him.
0: Yes, yeah, so Zach's based in Maine in USA and he was running a twelve valve turbo Mark 3 He's recently ditched start plan, and he's he's actually testing a few engines out between 2.8, 2, 3.2, and 3.624 valve engines with turbos. It's Three insane. Was. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, like front-wheel drive with 1,100 horsepower, and he's going for more, so that'll be interesting to watch. yeah um, Zach.
1: Yep. Thanks to Zach for coming on. Jumping ahead, then, to episode 30 was our Group B episode. A good uh, one. I like that. That was basically about the era of the monsters of Group B and rallying. Episode 31, The Cars of the Stars. So we were talking about car movies. No, that's one I of re- my favourites. You oh, like that one? That's yeah. That's um, Well, maybe I revisit that again, I think. we we'll show sure, because there's a lot more there. Yeah. A bit more length. Send than
2: that us any suggestions, folks.
1: Yeah. I'm skipping over ones here because if you're a regular listener, you'll know that there's episodes where you just turn up and chat the shit. There's no specific topic.
0: Yeah, much like this, only without the alcohol. Yeah, And a lot of people seem to, I get so, <laughs> many, <them> more. <laughs> yeah, so many people say to me, they're like, I love the ones where you just come on and talk shit. And I'm like, what about the ones we put all the effort into? Is that not worth it? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the next one, yeah,
1: there's a few ones where I do that. And then episode 34 was Adam pick of ILB. Yes, not I, not I love bass. Not I love bass, yeah. ILB Drivers Club.
0: I don't love bass. That was an interesting okay. one because like, We've all known Adam for a lifetime now, but you were hearing things in that that we didn't even know about their travels and how they built in up. the depths of Lockdown, didn't we? No, definitely not. not. No, no <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, um, yeah really interesting interview, Adam,
1: getting his background and how yeah. he's brought the brand up and stuff like that.
0: It's funny, the people that we have interviewed, and there'll be another one you'll name coming up here that we've known for years, but you get so much out of them. Sorry, that's my phone telling me to be mindful. Be mindful. There oh, you go. Yeah. Mindfulness reminder. Tell your phone that we're mindful of the podcast. <laughs> um But yeah, there's people we've known for years that you know you think you know everything about them, then they come onto the podcast and suddenly you're like, where did this come from? Yeah. yeah. What?
2: What? Where what?
0: What did this? Yeah. <laughs> the next episode, episode
1: thirty-five, back in April, probably one of the best interviews of the year was Ben Lawrence.
0: That's exactly who I was thinking of when I yeah. read that statement. Yeah. <laughs> The feedback from that episode too, like the amount of people that messaged saying like this guy is nuts, like this his whole attitude towards things, and it was like, fuck it, just get on with it, enjoy your life, you know, enjoy what you're doing. And he's so fucking right. And he's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he can tune a car, as we found out. Correct.
2: And Uh, his butt dyno is on point. It is. He (laughs) estimated one
1: fifty, and it was one sixty two, so he wasn't far away. I'm uh, just looking there. Episode thirty seven, come hang over with us. That was in May. Who's hung over that one?
2: Pro- probably all of us.
1: <laughs> that sounds like tomorrow's episode. <laughs> <laughs> episode thirty eight, we're caught up with Robin Ashfield again. That's right. Who sometimes is our co host. Yes yeah, it he came on mm. as a sponsor, I think, at that point, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Uh, episode thirty nine is called Queer Giraffes. That was Stefan. <laughs> I was in que- Goodwood. The big queer giraffe himself. Yeah, I was in Goodwood, so stand in Stefan was in for that there. Um, episode forty was chatting
0: about Eurotrophin. That's right. Yeah, Eurotrophin was brilliant. Uh, it was what we have. The, like if you're looking back, twenty twenty one, it was great. Yeah, like we made the best of twenty twenty one as we good. That's the best way to put it. You couldn't have dubbed shed. It. it was the first Eurotrophin was the first G I event. Oh, and I'll never forget because restrictions were right up to five p.m. The, the night before. Yeah, you guys were freaking we out. Were,
2: 500 All, people fingers really crossed legal. going please please please
1: and at 5pm it was
0: basically gates are open and we were just like yes come on lads but the thing was you guys couldn't even push it because you were trying to keep oh, under we the we didn't advertise that heavily yeah so yeah it, and they will come that's uh, Field World. of Dreams Field of Dreams Field of Dreams <laughs> Is not Wayne's World they copied it ah Wayne's World I, I think know. didn't they I, my came first fuck off yeah. it's <laughs> funny you I said that isn't it <laughs> <laughs> It's not a thought I want
1: to have. Um, Episode 41, Gavin Black
0: of Black Line Performance. Another interesting one for someone we've known for years. Yeah.
3: That
2: was the...
0: The big COVID event. That was the COVID event. The COVID party. (laughs) COVID party. (laughs) But a COVID sip. Definitely (laughs) didn't get COVID after that. (laughs) And
1: then two weeks after COVID, we have the Gymkhana Grid qualifiers. And we had Luke Woodham amongst other guests. That was a really good weekend. And we were only just out i was so tired and yeah. you were bad as well and
2: i was just drinking Red Bull flat out still couldn't taste anything yeah. I, the wee you know the wee chippy van they have the dub shed all the yeah. icon events that chippy van and it's a fucking brilliant chippy van and i've sitting eating it going
1: I this is such it. a
2: fucking waste because <laughs> i can't taste anything
0: they were delicious thanks mm.
1: Yeah, I think I just got released from isolation. Yeah, he was the same saying, yeah, uh, the yeah. day before or something. So that was a good one. Uh, episode 43 More Access. To at- you, you title these, corners. so I, please
0: explain. I Some of these, <laughs> I was going to say some of these titles <laughs> I pull out of my ass, but that's pretty much a pun there. Yeah. <laughs> we're daily driving 80s cars, bringing back old models of cars, and catching
1: up with you guys after a week of questions.
0: I think that was one of the random ones that the Ted enjoys. Yeah.
1: Episode 44, which was a cool one, uh, there was two interviews, one of them was Niall Garrity of Old School New School, yes. and then you'd done a Zoom or phone call to Nick Berry of
0: Open Air Imports. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Two both, good interviews. Both interviews. Yeah. That was one of the first ones where I haven't set in an interview, so you were doing Niall, so it was like, because I edit them, I in get to hear everything. In a field in
1: Longford. Yeah, and the sound was so spot <laughs> on for good. standing yeah. in the You heard the occasional
2: church bell in yeah. the background.
0: <laughs> it's ambience, you call that? Yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: episode forty-five, boats and bros.
0: That was the uh, that was awesome on the sick. boat. Ah, uh, yes, we were, we're very back. To clean fest. Yeah, we thought we were going to throw off a boat.
1: We were meant to. Yeah, we we're clean fest, and we brought the equipment with. Is thinking we'll record at the show. Did we? Fuck no, because my drank. alternator
2: had shit itself, so then, and we true. drank a lot.
1: So, then, <laughs> so then at eleven o'clock after a long weekend, we decided to record a podcast on a boat. <laughs> so if I sound a bit tired, then we fucking were. Yeah, we we're very tired in that one. So. Moving on then to episode 46 on our run of recording in different locations. We recorded at a Titanic dubs in the w- back of a camper, camper van yep. with Geddes Redman of uh, Redman Auto Engineering. Another cracking interview.
0: Yeah, that was one I was trying to nail down for a long time. He had the 24 valve uh, Cummins GMC truck. Yeah. Such a good episode. I really, really enjoyed doing that interview. Really understood in- And a guy you could talk to for hours. Yeah. Episode 47 for your ears only. This
1: is you were away. This one,
2: this was you and Robin. Yeah, I loved it. And you it. did the bond cars. I loved doing the bond research. Yeah, we and
1: were in the, the, the depths, of uh, yeah. depths of Fermanagh. <laughs> uh, yeah, of I was deep inside Formana. <laughs> oh, I was.
2: <laughs> we were also on a boat.
1: Shout out to the Hermana Massive down there. <laughs> <laughs> episode 48, Driving You body. We chat about how. You you can get paid to watch Top Gear print media. I think that was another chatty one.
2: That's then.
0: right, yeah. Oh, we didn't actually enter that, did we? For, um, no, I forgot. You get paid to watch Top Gear. You kinds how many cars. Oh, that's right. What no. appeared in each one. Uh, episode
1: 49, some cars do have them. We're we'll about a deep dive into the world of car features from the odd to the totally bizarre. That's oh, right. all the
2: weird stuff, like the briefcase and... The C-
1: oh, yes, yes, yes. That was good. CRV shower. Yeah. Uh, episode, getting near the end here. Episode 50, Rise and Shine, we'll talk about our cars and it was coffee. It's our first meet, yeah. Yeah. And then one of our favourite episodes of the year, finally, was 51. It was the Christmas steer episode, the Christmas presents episode. Yeah. It, it was, was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was the last one. We we'll got good feedback from it, too. I think TJ, he put in a story that he was listening to, he bought the diagnostics thing we mentioned.
0: Did he? Ah, of. very mm-hmm. good. I also bought the jack. The jack, oh, the yes. entry.
2: Which colour did you go for? Blue.
0: Oh, of course. Of course. No, <laughs> oh, dear. Marking his colours there. <laughs> Funny, when Lee and I were doing that episode, we don't confer when we're doing things like this. Yeah. And we were saying how difficult it was. Having done last year, you don't want to repeat what you've already done. So it was quite difficult to try and get new stuff, but it is still sort of relevant and interesting. Yeah. So it be interesting to see next year, will we be able to do it or not, but... Time I will tell. Know. Will we still be podcasting? Who knows? And that brings us to this episode, which is 52. Two 52, year anniversary. Two year anniversary stroke Christmas party. On and the sauce. Here we are. It's uh, It's been an interesting journey. It does indeed. It still fascinates me and it sounds so cliche and so, ooh, I'm being so humble. But like the people do actually listen to us. And I remember it was actually you. Your, this whole thing come from you, Nigel, was your I idea. Bought, I bought the recorder I think, in September. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I asked you for... You had asked me before, and I went, yeah, that sounds good, and totally dismissed it, and thought, that'll never come to anything. And yeah. then you said a few times, and then it kept going on, and I was like... I and then I think I
2: said it to you at one stage, I was like, do you remember Nigel was talking about but, like, we should totally do that. Like, and then that would be awesome.
0: You got us up to your house, like, before Christmas 19, I think. Yeah, I, was like, I think, I think we we'll laugh for this? two hours before we actually recorded something. Oh, it was rough. It was, yeah, it was rough, so... Yeah, uh, uh, thanks to everybody who stuck through the early days and these later days, but the early days were definitely yeah more intensive on the years, shall we say? <laughs> we're definitely finding our feet, yeah. But it has been fun. Um, I sound like we're going to stop here, but no, it's opened up my eyes to a lot. Like uh, my entire life revolves around cars. All my friends are car people. All my hobbies are cars. Everything's cars, 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 and I didn't realize how focused I was on one section of cars until like I shunned F one, and that's what I was saying. Like I was so excited for that race before. If you had told me two years ago that I would be excited this excited for an F one race, I'd have laughed at you. Now look at this, you know. Doing things, I guess, opens up the different things in the car environment, and you, you, I think, especially whilst with Volkswagens, you become very blinkered. Now, I'm still Volkswagen to the max, like, but I do like my JDM stuff and things like that. But the more you talk to different people and listen to people and get their advice on things and input from listeners as well, it just opens you up to a totally different world. I was just about to say the same. It just completely widened my spectrum of car stuff. Yeah, I love it. That's yeah. what I really enjoy about it because it's constant. Like a lot of people say they learn a lot of stuff from us, but like we learn as much from listeners and input and guests as well as anything. Yeah. There was Zach Martin. Like, drag racing, as I said in that episode, is not a big thing in this country. We've been to a few drag races. You've competed on it, Nigel, but yeah. not to that point. And to hear what it's like firsthand is absolutely class. I really enjoy that. And as I said before, I'll shit all over diesels. I'm not a diesel guy at all, <laughs> but there's me fanboying over Geddes Redmond in a six, yeah. six-cylinder six diesel Cummins GMC truck. You know, Absolutely. That's the best bit about it. Have you had any regrets about doing it? No. I just wish I had more time to commit to it. Yeah, that, that's that's the worst of it. Like, we talked about doing one episode a week, do you remember, at one point, and I was like, we can't. It's just... No.
1: You'd never uh, get when it. When we first started this, I had the time because of the nature of my job. And then, coming into 21, my job just turned his <laughs> <its> head. <laughs> Thanks, Brexit. So... Well, uh, I was kind of the
2: opposite, where I was supposed to be only an occasional in and out because I'm always away with work. And it was actually COVID that made me a more permanent feature because i was just at home then
1: Th- this is a term that's bandied about my uh, job now hybrid working as term does <laughs> hybrid working oh, i like smash it. the screen when i see it when am i going to get fucking hybrid working <laughs> 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 uh,
0: a big boost for me with this is like i i certainly don't want a pat on the back from any of this but you like to see who's listening like i i talk to people all the time and they'll randomly say to me why oh, listen to your podcast and i'm like I uh, didn't even know really? that, you know, because okay. you see a lot of people sharing it and that's great because yeah. it gets the name out there, but you don't know who else is listening. As you say, if we're getting a thousand listeners per episode, you, you don't know them all. No. But there was it last month, the Spotify top, top five podcasts come out and people were sharing them. That was just, it was blowing away to see like, not only to see you like third, fourth or sorry, Third, second, first on the list, but the other podcasts that you're dotted in between, correct? you are established and like we sort of look at like ourselves Joe con- Rogan, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like Joe Rogan, Colin us, reload, and you're like, really, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is, it's, it's sort of humbling to see that, and makes it worthwhile. Yeah, that's it. As I say, we we can't know everybody without listener interaction, and I say listener interaction as well that makes the podcast because like we have an entire section dedicated to people who message in, and to me that's. The most fun part yeah you know we can do all the news you want but like i like having a bit of fun with people yeah definitely i'll i'll abuse you over the microphone it's great <laughs> and <laughs> you're so wrong um just off the back of that we had a few people have been at us a long time about doing like a patreon and stuff like that and we've always said we never really bothered with a Patreon because <sighs> we couldn't commit time-wise to it because no. it's a stretch at the minute to do every fortnight and one thing i really despise is putting anything behind a paywall you know it's like saying yeah we're going to do this here but you have to pay to get it kind of thing like one of my favorite podcasters colin Geddes, he has patreon he
1: struggles to get patreon stuff out and and that becomes annoying job but
0: i completely understand why yeah because you're a content creator and you understand what he's doing so a lot of people were saying about like donations and trying to give us this that or the other but well just before you go on that like
1: we have to host this we have a with fees and with stuff. fees and stuff like that. Travel are. costs. Travel costs. And moving into 2022. Holy shit, I just said 2022. It doesn't um, seem
0: right. Yeah. There's people we want to go see Yeah, and interview down uh, south. It doesn't happen without money. So, you know. So basically what we've done, we've set up is, uh, I should know this because I haven't actually read it down. It's uh, buy me a coffee. Yeah. So if you go on to buymeacoffee.com forward slash reload pod, find us and especially a donation service if you think the episode's worth donating to or anything what we're doing you want to help us out feel free to donate the way we have it set up is you can essentially donate whatever you want you put a, a value in so and it is called buy me a coffee but i have it set up as buy me a beer because sweet we like alcohol <laughs> and i think i have it set to like a two pound donation but you can do that in increments of like times yeah. one times three times five there's no sign up You'd literally just go on to it and go from there I say, if you don't want to give us money, feel free to tell us to fuck off. Yeah. I'm as happy if you share the podcast, but if you can donate, Essentially, do. it'll help bear the brunt of the cost and it'll help us expand the podcast That's is what it. we're saying. Yeah. So what we want to do is bring it further and go and travel and meet people. Yeah. And like as small as the country is, it still costs a lot of money to get around it. So you can help us out with that. So if you can, yeah, or away, like folks,
2: if we need to upgrade some of the equipment, try and make the sound quality a wee bit better, maybe down the line.
0: Yeah, certainly that's that's my big thing. Yeah, I'm Connor's
2: obsessed with it.
0: <laughs> I do have an obsession with the sound quality of things, like. But so at the
2: same time, we know there's COVID. There's things going on. Yeah, times are Please tough. Please do not feel obliged.
0: I'm certainly not going behind any paywall because fuck that bullshit. No. But as I say, if you want to help us out. Head us up on buymeacoffee.com forward slash pod. Thank much you very much.
1: A, very much appreciated if you could.
0: Yes, I'll give you a hug at any of the meets, COVID or not. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to our listener questions then. Absolutely. And I'm going to pour have, some more wine. The we stars have, of the show. We have quite a backlog, I feel. We do because we didn't get into them last week and we actually had one that we missed from the week before that as well or the fortnight before yeah. that. So we'll uh, get into them here. Here's
1: the sound again.
2: It's not as good the second time around. No, it's definitely it's not. It's the first pour that it does There's
1: a glug glug? It's because
0: it's you see? It yeah. This? yeah. Well, before we go into So that,
2: speaks a barman.
0: <laughs> should we do the uh, adverts? That would be a good time to do them now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Reload.global are an enthusiast-owned brand, bringing you the best in retro motorsport goods. Based in Northern Ireland, they're also the official stockers for 8380 Labs products in the UK and Europe. Head over to. Uh, I thought that was going too well. So head over to reload.global to find everything from garage banners, stickers, and air fresheners to clothing and all things retro, sport, retro motorsport related. Guess what, Connor? What?
1: There's new products coming in January. <laughs> there you go. Two new designs, saw, better, folks? Yes. They're sweet.
2: I saw the wee teaser. I was like, oh, come did not here see
0: the I'm. Glad you dropped in there because I was struggling. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: I'd like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Studio 10 Bespoke Car Care. Studio 10 are a car care business located in Balmain Northern Ireland. Robin specializes in vehicle detailing, paintwork correction and ceramic coating. Studio 10 are the only Mavinci approved dealer based in Northern Ireland and are proud to have many years experience in the automotive industry. Studio 10 also offer an online training program called Foundation Pro. This training program is designed for those who want to improve their current skill set whether that be to detail their own car to a much higher level or are considering starting their own faulty business. This course also features many other other benefits, such as discount codes for various detailing companies and much, much more. To view all their detailing packages, training course, and obtain details on all the services they provide, visit their website at Studio 10 Car Care or simply Google Studio 10. You can also find them Facebook and Instagram at Studio 10 Detailing.
0: Just off the back of that, that's another reason that we talk about the Buy Me A Coffee is simply because we don't plaster the podcast with uh, adverts. You listen to other automotive podcasts, which are also uh, round baked confectionery goods or deep fried confectionery goods. Not donut media at all. You will listen to about five minutes of (laughs) adverts at the start and then three or four in the middle and about five minutes at the end. And It's actually tough to get through, so... We could plaster the podcast with that. We would really want to do that no. for you guys. So if you can help us out, go for it.
2: We also want to keep to things that we know are good. Yeah.
0: The, I, I've said from the start, I will not put anything on as a sponsor product that I wouldn't stand behind. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hashtag honest influencer. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so we'll kick off with the listener questions. We have a lot to get through. So we sort of put out, it was a bit of a free-for-all questions, comments, whatever you want to go with. So start off with the first one is actually one that was, I think this is overdue, by six weeks, so apologies. Sorry. It's SMC detailing, and he says, have the new M4 grills grown on anyone? No.
2: No, I'm afraid not.
1: I'm softening
0: really what that's mm. your old age you see mm. oh dude the right colour you get a dark colour it's not so bad because uh, it hides it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a good um, makeup it's not a good thing <laughs> I think it was actually I think when we talked about it on the I Love Bass episode or ILB Drivers Club episode sorry Adam <laughs> so um, the guys at was it JKSE messaged yep. us Saying sorry to hear you don't like our new grills. I was like, oh no, and another they were listening. Oh. oh. <laughs> that was probably Jordan. Probably, yeah. Um next one is from Chili underscore NB2. Gary, he says, Why is the best roadster what is the bed- best roadster ever made and why is it the MX five?
2: Okay, so background.
0: What's a roadster?
2: What is a roadster? An open top car with two seats.
0: Okay, yep, MX five.
2: A bicycle designed for use on the road
0: not an mx5 no. a
2: horse for riding on the road
0: I don't have sexual races with a horse
2: <laughs> <laughs> then you go to i think this is wikipedia <laughs> what are you laughing at he's not laughing that. me having sexual races with a horse
3: <laughs>
2: so we're riding a roadster is an open top two-seat car with emphasis on sporting appearance or character Okay. Initially, an American term for a two seat car with no weather protection, usage has spread internationally and also evolved to include two seat convertibles. So
0: it was originally a car without So it can
2: be a hard top convertible.
0: Or a proper roadster, which wasn't of any top. Yeah. Bottom. Yeah. yeah MX5 is pretty cool. Gary's is cool because it's. S2000. Like, I yeah. do like an S2000. But they're a bit of a death machine. Well, Gary's car, the MX5, is like he's putting. Uh, Oh, I can't remember what turbo he's putting on it, but it's it's a big turbo. Class. It's as a whole set. Yeah, it's a whole set, probably off a of Ben Laurie or something.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say, and Richie is gonna be shouting on his radio right now. A Boxster. Boxster. <laughs> yeah. It's a Boxster.
0: <sighs> eh, boxer's good it until the engine is. blows up. Sorry, Graham.
2: Unless you're too tall for a Boxster, but luckily Nigel. I am <laughs> oh. not.
0: Our next one then is murrayd ninety one. Use your imagination here. If you can ask Santa for a car under your Christmas tree on Christmas morning, what would it be and why? For technicality, we'll say a budget of fifty grand. It can be even a PT Cruiser. Feel like I've seen Julie. Yes, I've if you've seen. If we're going new, I take one of the American muscle cars, one of the like Hellcat type things. Doesn't it have there. to be fifty grand. Mark Seven Club Sport. Wing, there you go. Wingbacks. Here you mightn't be far off fifty grand for that, would you? Ah, uh, mid to high 20s Oh really? Mm. Second hand? For a good one, yeah Ah, fair enough, yeah
2: Dear Santa
0: <laughs> That's a bit good I've so so been
2: very good this year New <laughs> not I have, I always am
0: Nope
1: Can and I have three balls of Prosecco?
2: <laughs> I would like Keep your scooter, An Alfa Julia.
0: Oh yeah, true Them th- What are they? They're bound to be over 50 grand I have no idea, do you know?
2: as close to 50 grand as what you can get Santa one well, that's been hit be a good lad
0: good lad cheers boy we we'll put a good word <laughs> in for you. Um, Jake underscore slow up what's your favourite quote shake and bake shake and bake <laughs> I do love me some you're figs. not first you're last <laughs> that's a quote to live by
2: <laughs> mine is uh, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker motherfucker <laughs>
0: yes A bit of Pulp Fiction Yes Mine on a sensible option actually comes from Lee Which in this last few years you have always said Just say yes Or sleep when you're dead Sleep when you're dead was your old one Just say yes is good because you don't know where the fuck it's going to take you Yeah It's nice to just agree with things and go for it and see what happens
1: There's a good one Actually Colin Geddes I forget how he puts it There's no such thing as
0: time Just Time's a social construct, don't worry about that That's why I'm always late. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real either, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to your quote, There, Are You look it up, Nigel. Uh, Jack underscore slow up, another philosophical one. Favourite biscuit? Do you like a Twix? Sorry, here it is here. Here we go. No such thing as spare time. No
1: such thing as free time. No such thing as downtime. All you've got is lifetime. Go. He's right.
0: There you go. I think that's class. Get her done. Get her bucked. So what's your favourite biscuit? Deep <laughs> Go from deep What was the next question? I completely missed that What's your favourite biscuit? Another philosophical one <sighs> Go on, ahead, Lee.
1: I know, it's hard So many nice
0: biscuits A snack Well, when I think of biscuit I do like a snack
1: When I think of biscuit I think of What goes well with a cup of tea No, I don't drink tea, you so. uh, see What tea goes well baggies. with Pepsi Max And glass. Uh Standard Solid Good biscuit Is a chocolate hobnob With a cup of tea
0: Dunk Me Again.
2: Yes. The or S.A.S.
1: of the biscuit world.
2: I like Jammy Dodgers. Hard to look past.
1: Jenny, chocolate in my, my tea? I mm. like chocolate.
2: Here's one for you, Is right? Toffee Pops.
1: Mm, now, nah. They're so underrated, but so good.
2: Right. When I was younger, I read these books uh, by Enid Blyton called... Famous It Vib. was like a series of books about the magic faraway tree. And they had these biscuits called Pop Biscuits. Where you bit into them and like toffee burst into your mouth. And they sounded amazing. And the first time I ever had a toffee pop. You thought that? I thought that was what it was going to be like. Uh. And I was so disappointed when it wasn't (laughs) like that. Now toffee pops are delicious. But not quite as good as those.
0: Connor? Twix. Twix is a really good tea biscuit. Yep. Um, Jeff underscore AutoScene. We explore all the good topics, though. We, we do we, correct. That's what this is all about. Thera. Are we a motoring podcast? No. There's probably people shouting at us going. Oh, what sort of feckin' biscuits are those?
2: <laughs> if you're just going super plain but really nice, like a
0: malted milk.
2: Mm, what are decent. you? Sturdy. One
0: hundred and four. Delicious. Granny Lee I yeah. thought
2: yours were custard creams.
0: <laughs> I like custard creams. I, I'm fat. Here, I like biscuits. Here's something that will
1: shock you all. What are penguins lethal? Chocolate covered
0: bourbons. That's true, actually, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Here's another one for you. We're way off topic and we have a lot of shit to get through here. Um <laughs> What do you is, call those things that are so orange scary. with a dark chocolate on them that I can't remember? Jaffa cake. Jaffa cakes. What's the flavor of Jaffa cake? Mango. Nope. Apricot. Apricot. Apricot, sorry. Everybody thinks they're orange. Yeah. Fuck you, you, orange people. No, that's <laughs> political, sorry. Um, <laughs> Jeff AutoScene moving slightly quickly on. <laughs> talk what, quick, Connor, talk what, quick. What have you made? I didn't mean that. What have you... <laughs> That's a co- good... <laughs> what, 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 That's a good Yes, indeed, yes. Yeah, po- <laughs> you make a political statement there. What have you made of the new series of Honeicorn versus the World so far? Pretty damn good. Really good. A lot of people have well, said discussed it's it, engineered you know. for the Honeicorn to win. The most recent one definitely wasn't. Um, Dennis LeCouf Machining shared out to Denis. He says, Have you ever wanted to swap a street bike motor into a small car? If so, what combination? Over to you, connor Mr. Bikes. When I used to rally, there was a Citroen AX, I want to say, with some sort of four-cylinder sports bike engine in the back of it, driving the back wheels, which is pretty cool. Um, I think over the years, there's been a few Mark 1 Golfs. Russell, Russell, Russell.
1: Jeepers, I could have bought quieter business You <laughs>
0: Um, it's, uh, sorry it's the shit show episode it's good um, I think this V Mark 1 Golf Golfs were built with the uh, bike engines in the front and there was, it fitted, there was a few minis and things like that the Z car conversions mm. it's in a small light like, car it's a really really good way to go Dennis is building like an old 30s alpha replica with a bike engine in it which would be quite cool when it's done Hi Abusa, it's that's
2: the, that's the way to go
0: um. Yeah, oh, headboosters are insane My
2: dad always I, talked about doing a Morris Minor van
0: With a boost engine
2: Either with, he, well, he talked about it like an old, showing his age, um, like a Granada engine
0: Which would have been a big engine in them days Or a headboose engine My dad always wanted to do a Morris Minor van with an Omega engine in it So yeah. again, showing his age <laughs> Um, Dennis Lukov again. He says, "Fuck, Murray, kill rally drifting or F one. That's a hard one because I like all three.
3: Oh, <sighs> it's like
0: picking your favorite child. I've fallen out of love with rallying this last few years, yeah. to be honest with you. And I don't know if it's it's if it's rallying's fault or my fault. I've always loved drifting. I probably Mari drifting. Fuck F one, kill rallying." But if you ask me that in six months' time, it's gonna be different. Like, I think I'd probably assume
1: Yeah. It's basically pick pick picking your least favourite out of your three favourite. It is. No, and-
2: see, I would marry Rallying. hmm Fuck F one.
0: hmm
2: And kill Drifting
0: You're never going to another Drift event else again, that's all right. Goodbye.
2: I so. I enjoy it very much. But having got into F one ah, well, this year, I'm like enjoying it. If one's got to go... It's going to be it. Drifting... How can I say this? With
0: <laughs> You're going to shit all over these guys, aren't you? I'm
2: not going to... No, I'm not. But it's very, like... not saying it's like one trick pony.
0: I suppose, like, you're falling it's with like, style. You're sliding you with know, style. It's,
2: it, it's just that. Yeah. I would say that's Rallying more. is like, there's so much. It's so different. There's so many different types of events and cars and yep. stages there's I would say there's, there's such a wide variety yes.
1: yes yeah
0: the skill set for rallyance just I rallied <laughs> like, like uh, teenage me wants to kick the shit out of current fat me and for saying that but like I rallied and it was amazing but at the minute I just have no love for it like it's just drifted off the side for me another one from Dennis he says have you ever had a mod that you um, regretted immediately
2: not immediately
0: wheels I think I've but long a few term
2: I don't regret putting coilovers in the Nova because it made it handle really well and it looked good
0: it shook that car to death, though
2: but it did and the wee car couldn't handle it and I don't know if it was because there were cheap coilovers if or it was, it was just a the car and a 30 year old car yeah you know it's pro- probably a bit of both
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah but it's kind of what ruined that car
0: what in you, the end you Nigel,
1: wheels, probably wheel choices I've done, never done anything where I've just went ah, that's.
0: But wheel choices, I've made a few. To... Well, um, I refuse to admit that I'm wrong, so all my mods were good. Studio underscore 10 underscore detail. Robin, he says, Happy birthday, Lee. This is obviously one from the last time. Thank you. What did Connor get you for your birthday? Keep it clean.
2: Uh, Milwaukee drill. Nice. And uh, gearbox mounts.
0: Yes, which we discussed in the last one. It was awesome. Uh, Ungluck ink who we talked about earlier, shout it to Chris, he says, Texas, you better come to fucking Texas. And then he also said, that was a previous one, this is a new one, why aren't you mick bastards coming to Texas? I feel no love. Now,
2: I really want to go to Texas.
0: Have you seen where Chris lives and the asshole in the war and the guns that he I has? I would fucking really love it, yeah. Let's <laughs> <Yeah.
2: Just> go <laughs> plant some freedom <laughs> seeds all over Texas. And that mama led you.
0: <laughs> um... Pancakes XT Hates, he says, when is Connor and Lee coming to the States? Potentially February. Fingers crossed, Hopefully, guys. Yeah. T's and
2: P's all over the place.
0: Nigel's got the negative Nancy head on him, but he's probably right. No, no, he'll make it. No problem um, at <laughs> all. S20GVN, when's the next Rise and Shine meet? Should make them a monthly thing to keep general morale up. Well, that would be good. It's getting the time to organise these yeah. things and the venues, which is good. Um... Dara underscore F, uh, how fantastic the Williams family were, Frank, his wife, Jenny and Claire, Williams BBC documentary. We talked about it in the last one. Yeah. We haven't actually got to watch it, Lee and I. You've watched it, Nigel? Yeah, yeah. I really, I'll probably watch it over Christmas. Uh, David underscore Jack underscore Hill, another previous lockdown log guy. It's uh, Jack's polos absolutely insane. I'm not just saying that because he's seven foot and could kick the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, anyone else fed up with Volkswagen's being pro- broken pieces of shit, or is that just me? No, I'm feeling you there. It's Part of the party, it is indeed.
2: Touchwood, mine are all okay at the moment.
0: at <laughs> the moment we would take them apart. <laughs> um, that underscore, or sorry, that dot silver dot wagon. Uh, lockdown logs was good. Any what's next or anything similar. Well, the way the country's going, we can... Maybe you very soon. Lockdown Logs, he'll be back. If you want to talk about your three-spoke wheels, head yeah. us up. Um, L Y. Borley, he says, ever buy a car and never really gel with it? This actually happened, Borley. Borley, actually a neighbour of yours, Nigel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borley is the ultimate hooligan, and he bought a Civic Type R after one, one for a long, long time and just didn't gel with it. So it's like an EP three? Yeah, silver EP three. Yeah. And like that should have been like it's him in a car and he just says he just didn't and he modified it and did bits and pieces and he just never really worked it. Yeah. Which is sort of a pity when you sort of I don't I think is probably a bad word, but like you're working towards something you really, really fancy it and it just doesn't work for you kind of thing. Have you ever heard that? You you've a lot of cars now? I have a lot of cars, but I know what I like and I like
1: what I know. I sort of buy what you yeah. you know. So I've never really. I bought a few cars, me disappointed because there's faults in them I didn't realise I was buying. Them, but I've never not... not
0: the overall car. Yeah,
1: the well, the RS six. I had a C five RS six. Awesome power and all the rest of it. I think there's a, some there's something about RS cars. It's all very controlled. It's an amazing achievement. It's German engineering. I think I talked to this before
0: i went back on Mark five because there's still a driver element it. You're a B road driver. It's an, yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing machine. It's amazing machine. Get the snakeskin pants on. Yeah, I've never really had it because I bet. It I love. I, I hate to say it. The Mark IV R32 I had
1: was a bit underweight. No, the they lack car. The lack car. That's what's wrong with them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how Volkswagen let them out of the gate with just another thirty or forty brake, and that would have been perfection. Even the Mark V that bumped them up another ten horsepower. Yeah. They do sound good though. Yeah. Well that's the forgiven for all because of the wikis. Yep. Yeah.
2: For me it was the focus, but You liked your focus too. You? I loved the focus. Good handling, it, car. it was it was that one in particular. I that was just a bit of a dog.
0: Yeah, it wasn't as who you bought But it I enjoyed
2: from. how it handled, how it drove, blah blah blah. Yeah. It was it was just that particular one that was a nightmare.
0: Yeah. Um Quattro underscore Rick another RS6 guy he says when do all three that's of not your... at you, Rick by the way it's just didn't do it for me that's all he says when do all three of yourselves want to experience the monster and I, I hope... hear we were just talking about that I hope uh, that's right
1: his... now I'd maybe not be invited for the raid
0: after what I just said I, I hope... just say that invited for the
1: raid. well I was going to
0: say I hope that's his RS6 and not the trouser monster he's on about <laughs> oh um, dear lord who we got so we had actually put out saying uh Local photographer and all-round car nut, Eric Chung. Do you know Eric, do you? I do indeed. Eric's not wise. He is and such a good fella. He said, did he want to come on to the podcast? I would actually love to have Eric on because he's an absolute lunatic. I think he it makes for, me look sensible before our episode. Oh, 100%. He makes me look sensible. <laughs> so he sent a ball of questions in and he says, uh, well, obviously you'll know I racially abused Eric on social media many times. Yes. Intentionally and unintentionally. <laughs> and, uh, he says, Wagamamas or Cosmos? Cosmos, Cosmos, Cosmos. They'd like a better variety?" Uh, would he also says, "Would electric car tempt you?" now pre- petrol prices have gone up. No. Well, I was looking at the Citroen Ami.
2: I'd like to weigh in on this. No,
0: no. I think in ten years' time we'll have an electric car. I don't want one,
1: but it's going to end up. We're going to end Petal's up with at some point. Just ridiculous getting, and it has to come to some sort of point. I think the government will have to. First of all, the, the infrastructure of charging points is ridiculous. But I think a way around that is to have charging points at places at work, and hopefully they're free at work. Free would be good. And once yeah. they bring that in, people just go and get an electric. I love that.
2: I will be dragged, kicking and screaming, out of my diesel Alpha Julia because that's what I'm going to have <laughs> next.
0: <laughs> With your your job doesn't allow you for it, so sorry. Um, Eric also says best car photographer You know, now he's obviously aiming at that he wants to say him. So we'll also say you. But there's a lot out there. Eric's <laughs> stuff's very good. It we is. We talked before yeah. um, on the last episode. I know he's joking about this, but all honestly, like Rana Spee, I just dropped Kian, the phone. Ross Delaney, Ross Delaney, and like there's so many more out there. I don't,
2: I don't know him personally, although I've spoken to him, Chris Clue.
0: Yes, Chris.
1: The oh, yeah. Chris podcast. says so photos from what do you call a uh, lift cult? Yes. Unbelievable. Um another one in Scotland, Mike Scott from Cleanfest.
0: Yep. Brilliant photographer.
2: Does Icy still do stuff?
0: Uh Ian Chan hasn't I done stuff in years I loved Ian's
2: stuff. It was class.
0: Another local one, Adam Hamill. Adam Hamill, yeah. Fantastic. And we're probably forgetting there's loads. so many out there. There's so many. I like, I've dicked about photography for 10, 12 Gray. years. Yeah. Oh amazing. Like, what do I, you
2: call your fellow from the States? Simon Cy Gray?
0: Simon Gray is English. English. Is he English?
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought Maybe he was one of the
1: states. What do you call the fella? Tony, Tony Watson. Hoonigan. Oh, uh, Tony's,
0: Tony's photos are so cool. Yeah, Larry. Larry Chen. Larry Chen. Yeah. No, there's some fantastic photographers out there.
2: Yeah, we haven't picked our favourite. We've just named Name all the all all photographers over. we can yeah. think of.
0: Um, <laughs> Eric says, I like the way he's using third person. Should Eric make a comeback to the car scene? Maybe Eric should answer that. Yeah. We'll have him on. Time to shine, maybe, says, maybe
2: Craig David should answer
0: if he'd <laughs> stopped taking selfies up the top of Sleeve Donard, it'd be great. He'd have time to get a <laughs> <laughs> He says, Where is Eric at this moment in time? Who knows? Probably drone-shotting, probably something or, or abusing someone like he normally does. <laughs> I prefer to have him on. Uh, Jack C. Hanrahan says, Shout Young Jack. He says, Not car themed, but if you had to have a theme room at home after any movie, which would it be? Can tell jack works in the film industry
2: i'd like to weigh in on this
0: go for it lord you of are, the rings lord of the rings there you go i could think of nothing worse the <laughs> I, I hit lord of the rings where's Ni- <laughs> new york Nigel. Get out standing. of my house <laughs> we have lord of the rings bubbles in our christmas tree
2: the art design the sets the costumes thanks jack you set her off everything on those films is perfect perfection yep. it it just is it, incredible like the, the that weta workshop and all the stuff they did with that the concept guys alan lee and oh
0: they need to bring them up in
2: i'm a fucking nerd about <laughs> lord of the rings <laughs> i am i always have been oh i know. and wow it's just like another level of nerdiness and detail and like when As Connor will know, one of my guilty pleasures when I'm feeling sorry for myself or hungover on a Sunday is to watch the behind the scenes.
0: I've seen a lot (laughs) documentaries about Lord of the Rings. I I could direct Lord of the Rings,
2: (laughs) (laughs) based on how many times you've seen them. But like there's stuff like Theoden's armor, where they did all the like metal etching and acid stuff and engraving on the inside of the armor. That you're not even going to see on the film. But it's there. But it's there. Oh my god. I, yeah, I could talk about this for an hour. At I've least. It,
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll move on.
2: But it's Lord of the Rings. So there you go.
0: Bond. Bond. I like it. I remember mm-hmm. Star Wars because I'm a big Star Wars nerd.
2: See, I thought about Star And I love Star Wars, as you know. But like, how would you make your dining room, for example, Star Wars-ish?
0: Cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that would be awesome. There you go. But... Where are you going
2: to put your dining table?
0: In the space. If Spockered you had like, <laughs> <laughs> you go,
2: <laughs> have it levitate, at Star Wars. I overall. didn't see
0: a dining room table in the middle of the cockpit.
2: Uh, like Council of Elrond. Uh, you know,
1: dining table. I'd like to Just apologise for this diversion in our motoring podcast. Yes,
0: yes, Lee, shut up. We're good. You know really you like a lot of the rings. You shut up. <laughs> uh. Andy Maxwell AGM VW, he actually messed in saying and I feel like this was engineered towards his own goals here because he says just had a thought for your Christmas episode ask people automotive jokes and then he went in with quite a lot of automotive jokes okay. so I'll read these out and we'll see how funny Have a joke, they are but it's not automotive okay this'll be good hope it's dirty uh, he says with the rise of self-driving vehicles it's only a matter of time before we get a country song where a guy's truck leaves him too <laughs> thanks Andy Uh, Jim's car is swerving all over the road so a cop pulls him over step out of the car the cop says I'm going to need you to take a breathalyzer test I can't Jim responds you see I have a very bad asthma that can set off an attack All right, says the cop we're going to get you to take a blood test can't do that either Jim responds I'm a hemophiliac if a wound is opened I won't stop bleeding and I could bleed to death okay the cop says I'll need you to take a urine sample sorry, says Jim I also have diabetes, I could push my sugar count really low, fine so just come out and walk the line straight for me can't do that either responds Jim, why not demanded the exasperated cop, well because I'm drunk that was a long walk to the (laughs) well (laughs) it was a long walk to the well (laughs) Uh, new Teslas don't come with a new car smell, they come with an Elon Musk I like that one um, we need a signboard for that Uh, My sister argued with me you can't make a car out of spaghetti. You should have seen her face when I drove past it. (sighs) Uh, It was a small town and the patrolman was making his evening rounds. As he was checking a used car lot he came upon two old ladies sitting in a used car. He stopped and asked why they were sitting in the car. Were they trying to steal it? Heavens no, we bought it. Then why don't you drive it away, he says. We can't drive then why did you bat we were told if we bought a used car between us we'd get screwed so we're just waiting <laughs> there's a bit of blue for dads <laughs> uh, there's more there's more <laughs> I put truck nuts on a fleet of my Volkswagen Beetles I now have gentle Herbies. oh gee, that's terrible thank god that's the last one thanks for that Andy oh, don't message again <laughs> <laughs> Andy usually messaged in two days after the prison
1: request
2: What's the difference between a JCB and a giraffe?
0: Oh, I know this one. Do you know?
2: One has hydraulics and the other one has hybolics.
3: <laughs>
0: That's an old school <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Um
1: Guy walks in, or guy's out for a dander on holiday, m- middle of Donegal, sees this pub in the distance and uh, so I must go in for a pint of Guinness here. So he walks in, real quaint, traditional Irish pub and walks in, fires lit Roaring away, there's a wee dog sitting And uh, he walks up to the bar He says, a pint of gallus and a packet of crisps, please And he looks over the dogs in front of the, uh, the fire, relaxing Just lifts his legs up, starts licking his bollocks The man turns around to the barman and says Ah, uh, oh, I wish I could do that there Well, if you give him one of your crisps, I'm sure he'll let you <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: like the old reason of, why does the dog lick his balls? Because he, he can Because he can <laughs> Uh, Solo sort of the road. He says, "What is the full list of incomplete po- uh, incomplete projects currently ongoing?" In Nova, Corado,
2: Vento. That's is that you? it for me. That's
0: you, yeah. I oh, have, the diversion. What's the diversion? Oh yeah, the diversion. Yeah, the bike. I have um, and
2: my Vmax trike.
0: Which you haven't bought a Vmax. Which so I haven't bought or anything, but that's it's on the list. I have a Mark One Golf. Three Mark 3s Apollo
2: I think that's it Is the Bora complete?
0: Uh, it's the daily driver but it's not really complete <laughs> What about you Nigel? You have a couple of things lined up? Oh I've got the Mark 2 G60 That's Edition right one. That needs to needs to happen
2: What about the Mark 1? Just, need, just needs
0: a
1: car rebuilt So it's not
0: complete That's alright That's what I'm saying We'll give him a buy ball on that one <laughs> What else we got? Robert underscore GTI he says need to look up MST. They're making new custom Mark One and Mark Two escorts. Really cool. We actually talked about that. Yeah.
2: Is that the one your man
0: Johnny Smith done? Johnny, on the late, yeah. He dropped a video on there. Really, really good. Yeah. That was such that. a cool video. Um. Yeah. So maybe Robert needs to listen to that episode, and we don't need to look it up. <gasps> wow.
2: Shots fired.
0: Um. Thanks, Robert. He's another one. Daily bagged Mark Seven GTD. Have you any idea on shows you plan to attend next year? Any shows in the UK you'd recommend? Well, you can just flex here and tell us about your show in February. Well, I'm going to. your trip around no, February. Not but you do. I'm gonna, yeah. Well, not mention it. You know?
2: Everybody keep your fingers crossed, please.
0: Please, you. yep.
1: <laughs> players. <laughs> players, I think. Um,
2: clean Fest.
1: Clean Fest is good Got to go back. It was great. The if fa- it's
2: not the same weekend as fitted, fitted because I haven't been to fitted for a couple of years, yeah. And fitted's and in normally new, good.
1: And the new venue, they had to
0: do a limited show this year because of COVID. That's right, yeah.
2: Edition thirty eight. If it happens again, I would go.
0: I'd like to do because I haven't done edition in years. Yeah, and those would be good if you, especially if you haven't been over. Obs, obs, of course. S <laughs> twenty uh, GVN thoughts on the latest Grand Tour episode. French cars are deafy shit except the Cleo I have not watched it. Sorry. I haven't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. I've seen the new Top Gear, which is fantastic. Yeah, those uh, guys
2: have nailed that the lineup. formula. Like it's they really have. It's great. It's hilarious. It's good, but it's not like over the top the way. Unfortunately, the old Top Gear got towards the end. Yeah, I really enjoy the new one.
0: No, the, the new ones are really good. Again, we have Murray dot D ninety one. Just want to say, after a year of binging the podcast, I want to say thank you and happy Christmas. Thank you very much and Same happy Christmas. Christmas. Happy Christmas to you. Uh, second thing I want to say is the intro slash outro music never fails to make my head bop. Ultimate badass. It certainly is. It's your input, Nigel. I like that. Good point. Uh, solo the Road again. Full message in DM will be too long. I think I have that somewhere, so we'll come back to that. Uh, Jake underscore slow up. Best takeaway. Do you like a good Chinese? Indian. I do like Indian, but I never know what to get. It's my problem. You need coconut rice, you need a good Peshwari naan, and oh, you need a Peshawari curry naan. of some sort.
2: Oh, I love Peshwari naan.
0: Peshwari naan is just bliss. Jemma uh, Campbell is J E C C A 707. Uh, what are your plans for 2022? Try and get to Florida, try and finish some of the cars. Finish cars, find new employment, be happy. Yep.
1: Here, this, win the lottery win this, the lottery is also up there as long as you're happy is it? happy and your roof over your head
2: have the crack do cool shit yeah
0: hang out with friends pretty much sounds good uh, Gob Sheen thank you all for your hard work research and entertainment over the year thank That's you now appreciate it also so. thanks to Connor for the six foot blowy uh, I got him a six foot excuse me I will say I got him a six foot inflatable Santa <laughs> Uh, okay. Another blowjob. Okay, okay. Um, Ian K, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Die Hard, or Love Actually?
1: <laughs> love Actually. Love Actually. Some <laughs> Die Hard's
0: awesome too. Elf's hard. To, I love Elf. I've never seen Elf. Oh, Elf's brilliant. Ian's been telling me to watch Elf for two years. Elf I like is awesome, own. and I don't. I'm elf sorry. is
2: good. Uh, I was watching The Holiday. When Nigel arrived this evening. It's also. You know, but switch your brain off. Yeah. You know, Charlie,
0: Cameron Diaz, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah
2: Julia, you know, it's all good.
0: No, Cameron Diaz. No. Audi <laughs> underscore uh, exclusive. Cheers for another year's worth of great content. Enjoy the holidays. Shiny side up. Thank you, Adam. Cheers. Thank you. I haven't spoken to Adam in ages, too. He's a good lad. Uh, pancakes, he hits again. I'm drunk, but still want a Minty Mark Three. He. Me too, dude. Found a Ginster <laughs> yellow. Can what was a VR? I think it was a VR six. Um, with RSs on it, the thing had like a hundred eighty thousand miles, but looked like it had twenty thousand uh-huh. miles on it. Think was immaculate. Lovely. and was it was high money, but you were sort of like, if this is what you really want, this is the one to buy, kind buy of it, thing.
2: Sell the wheels, respray it. No bother.
0: <laughs> Keep the RSs. Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> What else have we got? Uh, Robert underscore GTI again. Need to look... Oh, no, that's the same question. Yes, here's the one from Shane, Solar the road. I was discussing a dash cam video with a friend that will never, likely never be posted publicly anywhere, at least for another two years, and was wondering one of two things. In the USA, we have a statute of limitations in most crimes, where if the charges haven't been brought after a set time has lapsed, you're free and clear. Do you have something like that in Ireland, or do you publicly admit to shenanigans and general hooning are you screwed no matter how long ago it was Lee that's one I for think you. it's a year
2: technically there's no statute limitations in the UK, there is for civil cases so it's not called statute limitations, it's called like a I'm drunk so I can't remember but it's like a, it's basically law. like a time out you know, there's a certain amount of time you have to bring civil, certain civil cases, contracts cases, torts cases, there's like Different levels on all of them, but for criminal stuff, there's no in inverted commas, statute limitations. Technically, if you did a like the Great Train robbery, yeah, you know, that can follow you forever. There is for like lower level criminal offenses, there's depending on whether it's going to be a summary judgment, so if it's going to go to
0: is this like in the States where... It's statute like the limitations lower st- level
2: courts. Yeah. There's a certain time limit on that. I, ca- I can't remember everything at the minute, but it's like, there is a, a kind of a time limit on that. But for like really serious criminal offences, no, I don't think there is. It it, it could be uh, 50, 100 years later. If you live that long, still They can still go, you know, you killed
0: that person or whatever. But is the statute of limitations, not like out in the States too, where it doesn't cover murder. It's certain crimes, like federal crimes. Could be, yeah. Uh... Who, done, who done law in the States here? Me or you? um <laughs> <Shut> I, <up. laughs> I, I remember when I had
1: my brushes for the law back in the day and people knew you were getting done. It was always discussed that car offences, if they didn't get anything on you within a year. You were clear. It was clear. But nobody confirmed that. It was always Aye. just sort of an urban myth. It could so,
2: be if it's like... In the States, that would be the kind of the difference between a misdemeanor and a felony. Yeah. Um, where those kind of lower level misdemeanors, there's a limit on those. But a serious, like, felony charge, there wouldn't be, kind of thing.
1: He, so, this is like drunken judge duty here, so. <laughs> <laughs> he also says, uh, given all of the. Yeah, above, well, I
0: can't quite tell whether you've done that or not, <laughs> so I'm just going to say you're guilty. Send you to jail. <laughs> Yeah, given all the above, any good stories about getting away with something in a car that you shouldn't have? I mean allegedly if, fictionally while in Mexico a decade ago. I Most things I get caught for I have yeah, to say yeah, i, I say. get
1: screwed every time. Yeah, I got caught and
0: brought to court for undertaking in a one liter course and I lost my license. And With yeah. the jail in Port Leash reason that, that I don't think you've ever told that story in this year, mm-hmm. but not going that, to, that's, yeah. to see it for a drunken episode. That was yeah, we'll get you drunk next year again. Yeah, yeah. I love that story. Uh, you've been pretty good. You're a dickhead, but you don't get caught running. Touch anything. wood. I just hit the microscope. Mm. You know, you are a dickhead, but you—I you, don't know how you don't get away. I'm or not get a caught dickhead. With stuff.
2: I'm a very
0: law-abiding citizen. Yeah, correct. Um, I've seen a really cool side of you driving the jet Lee, that I've never seen before. <laughs> Alternatively, other than Felspec, are there any other car culture things unique to Ireland? I don't really think so. Other than Felspec car cultures.
1: Uh, the twin cam UK spec thing's very unique. Well, true. I always lump the that CB in with fell spec, but you're right. Super yeah. lights and the,
0: the spotlights. The following that A86 Corollas have and it's, it's cult status. 13 inch mini lights. The four CB lights in the front, a big whip aerial. All things that kind of hark back to rally days. Yeah. But well, I was going to say the
2: rally culture. It's yeah. not s- specifically unique to Ireland, but it's a pretty big part of like, are Mark II escorts as huge of a thing anywhere else in the world?
1: No. Probably, Probably not. No, no, not. England it would be. South England would be a big deal.
0: Aye, in the Rally Harrison
1: thing. engine builders, Essex boys, stuff like that. But a different type of Mark 2 yeah. Yes. The Essex thing would be a road car, yeah. yeah.
0: Um I th- think that's us. That was some length of questions episode, yeah.
1: episode as well, yeah pray for Connor in the editing yeah
0: fuck me (laughs) yeah that's it folks we made it through we made it through I don't think I've incriminated myself I'm now sitting beside
1: two very drunk co-hosts
0: we are uh, and the joke's on me anyway because I'm going to have to edit this as you just said so it's fine (laughs) <laughs> the drunker I get, the worse it gets for me. Um, I'm just flicking through here. And I think that's all of the questions. If it's not, and I've missed one of your questions, feel free to There was one that me. you
2: said was in a PM and you had to go back that to it. That okay. so was Buster's one, nope. so
0: we, we got that. Um, yeah, we're good, folks. We're home dry. So just we have recapped about the previous years and we'll recap now with this episode. So as we said before, Thank you so so much for everybody that has supported us over the past two years. It's been a fun journey. It's been stressful at times. It's been a lot of work. It's also been really enjoyable as well. I will say, Are we adventures. Yes, uh, we've met a lot of good friends. We hope to make more. We hope to put a lot more content out for you guys, especially in the new year. This all this shit goes away, we can get out and about and do more things. And I feel like we're saying this this time of year ago, Connor. I do. Feel I know. Like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here, the more people share things and yeah. the more they support us, the bigger it gets, the more yeah. people you can get on, which is good. I'm actually really looking forward to the next episode. I don't want to say who it is because I'll put the scud on it, it'll never yeah. happen. Um, as we talked about before, uh, buymeacoffee.com forward slash reload pod Help Help support us, out us where you can, yeah. indeed. Um, yeah, we'll if leave it there, folks. Worry. That us? Yeah. 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 Well, happy Christmas, happy new year. Look after yourselves, folks, and have a good Christmas break. And we'll see you in the new year. Bye. Thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers. Share the podcast. Love you all. (laughs) Bye, -bye. (laughs) bosses. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And yes, Lee is very drunk now. Wee Gorgeous Stonely
2: mm. Let's see if we can capture my favourite noise in the world.
0: Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All impressive.
1: That sounded like Aaron McCann no, 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 or a bottle it. of buckfast, is, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he got the headphones on. There it is. Nice. <laughs>
1: I don't know if have that in stereo.
3: <laughs> I
2: can nearly... I can do it with Comparison? my mouth
0: nearly. <laughs> oh, I know you can.
2: What? <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> and so it begins. That's your right in the... Oh, 100%. <laughs>